they should have numbered those like episodes because you'd read one and you go, oh, that's still going. Oh, no, this is a new one. This is, this is number three. You haven't seen number three? Oh, I thought our... The Baton Rouge one was especially annoying to me because in Baton Rouge, cop shoots an unarmed black guy, then a week or so later, black guy in response kills three cops randomly. Not all murder is senseless. That was senseless and it was random. You're in Baton Rouge, it's not a big town. You could have killed the cop that killed the unarmed black guy. They said his name on the news and you know where he works. How little legwork are you willing to put into your murders where you go kill three random cops and all oh, fucking riots and then it's blue lives versus black lives where if you killed the actual cop responsible, the entire country would just go, well, that worked itself out. <laughs> We need more murders that unite people. No more divisive murdering. You're a lazy murderer, and that bothers me. MoreLikeRadio.com. It's our duty to entertain you. <laughs> I said duty. Did you know you can listen to any of the More Like Radio shows on the go? Download TuneIn Radio on your smartphone and search More Like Radio and never miss a show. This is what you missed last week on Dutch and Royce. Nothing you're going to do at this age matters. Nothing you're going to do at this age matters, okay? Just Unless you blow up seven... Um, uh, mailboxes in southern Kansas and you make the local news like I did. Okay. Then that matters. Nothing you're going to do matters unless you, you know, blow up mailboxes. What if they start up their own company and employ many people and then start paying taxes and influence their city area? While they're in college? Oh, you're talking about college students? Yeah, no, they, do, they don't do shit. Yeah, see, they, yeah. nothing you're going to do matters. So stop. All right? Stop yelling at people. Stop screaming at people. But what if you want to major in psychology? What about it? Then I'm just going to major in reverse psychology and take you down. Hey! <laughs> That's how I fight, man. Who care? No, but just, eh. And then take out these student loans, and then they yell at us like it's our fault. Like, that's my favorite thing. Like, oh, these student loans. I get it. It's not my fault. What if I What if I want a doctorate in gender studies? Oh, you should kill yourself instead. Yeah, you know what, man? I got fucking kind of in deep, too. When I was younger, I got into it with Columbia House. I didn't ask the fucking government <laughs> to bail me out. I just didn't pay it. This is Dutch and Royce. We are better than you. Italiano vero. Italiano vero. <laughs> What we've got here is failure to communicate. Hang on to your hats, you devil dogs, because the master bebop blaster of all time is going to give you a soul injection. You're listening to We Are Better Than You with Dutch and Royce. Hey, everyone. Happy post-Thanksgiving weekend to you all. It is, let's see... November 28th, 2017. 
Here on Marlock Radio, you're listening to the Dutch and Royce program. I am Joel Dutch Van Wigenen here with Royce Lopez. Hello. Marie Lopez. Hello. Sherry Hall. Hile. Hall. Holly. Hi. <laughs> and and Mitch uh, and Mitch Dolly Lala. Hey, that's me. You guys don't. Numbers nine five four five seven three twenty seven eighty. If you want to get in touch with the show, or go to worldlikeradio.com slash live to join in the chat room and see your pretty faces and shit like that. So we haven't done a show in a while. It feels like forever since we've done a show. Obviously, you Two, forgot Mitch and Sherry's names. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I did. I, I got <laughs> I got sick. I was not feeling good. Uh, I almost died. Yeah. Wait. What? Well, what happened to you? Do you want me to tell that story? Yeah. Well, that'd be great if what you almost you died. Almost what happened? Died. Well, uh, so it was a week and a half ago. I started feeling pain in my left side. Oh, boy. Uh, and, you know, I was just like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Like, it hurts or whatever. And then, you know, Dr. Google told me that it was my spleen. And then oh. my nurse girlfriend told me it was my spleen and pancreas and liver all at the same time. Jesus. And, and so it was like it, it started hurting like last Wednesday. Oh, boy. Or no, the one before that. Mm-hmm. So she, you know, freaked out, got me a, uh, my doctor's appointment because her and I go to the same doctor mm-hmm. on that following Monday. And, but before that, she wanted me to go and take all these, you know, uh, lab tests. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't eat for 24 hours and I had to go get blood drawn. And meanwhile, this thing, it's like, I can't, every movement just hurts right. on my left side. And I go and she, you know, she's like, you know, oh, you know, that means that your your liver's dying. So like, I can only drink water for like three days, four days that, you know, I didn't have yeah. anything, no alcoholic beverage. I was only eating like salads yeah. and everything before I went into the doctor on Monday. I go in. So you went on the sherry before her wedding diet. Basically. Yeah. I drink alcohol. <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't. Dr- <laughs> Good job, Sherry. Uh, <laughs> so, so I go in and like I kind of show. He kind of pokes around a little bit and kind of just like leans me over and just goes, "Oh, dude, you have broken ribs." How did you and break look over your ribs? At, I look over at Kelsey and I'm like, "You made me think I was dying." Oh no, Dutch, you're gonna and, laugh because I have oh, a story to tell so you. You know how? Hold on, what? It's I have, dude. You, oh no, finish. You're gonna laugh when I tell you my story. Go ahead. Okay, let me finish real quick. So he's like, he's like, yeah, no, he's like, and so like he made me like try. He's like, try to do a sit up, and I couldn't. I was like, ah. And he's like, oh yeah, no, no, you know those little, you get the floating ribs down yep. below, the ones that aren't actually connected. Yep. You got that cartilage that surrounds. I, I know he's exactly like, yeah, you just what you're talking about. And separated, he, you just ripped and separated the cartilage from your lower ribs. Do you know he's how? Like, That's all it is. Do you know how? Yeah, and uh, the week before or a couple of days earlier, I had I did a gig mm-hmm. uh, wedding where I had to go up like two flights of stairs with my speakers. So oh. I must have twisted you know, wrong, carrying all my yeah. equipment up. I didn't feel anything at the time. I don't, maybe I felt a pop. I don't know. But it didn't really start setting in until a couple of days later. But I'm looking at Kelsey. I'm like, you made me pay like $500 for these labs that, when all I had to do, because she's like, hey, we got to get the labs in first so he has them so we can diagnose you right then and there because I know it's going to happen. Right. You're going to go there. He's going to be like, I can't figure out what's going on. I'll order, you know, oh, I'll order no, you guys some labs. So knew, might as well just get it done now. Because she knew too much. She inconvenienced you more. That's my point is oh, that no. her being a nurse, it's like, oh, my God. 
All I had to do was just go to the doctor. He's like, oh, yeah, you have fucked up ribs. You know, you didn't need to pay $500 for all these fucking lab work. Jesus. So, so, so that's you, how I almost died. Are, oh, your quote ribs, unquote. are your ribs better now? No. It takes forever for these things to heal. <laughs> it still hurts like a motherfucker. I can't sleep on my left side. Every time I get in a car, I forget. And I, like, I, I turn really hard to like look behind me when I'm reversing. I'm just like, ah! Oh. So... Do you yeah. have to wear like a brace or something? Nothing you can do about it. With broken ribs, it's kind of like you just got to suffer through it. But you know that $500 you spent on the labs, you could have got a backup camera. Is the camera bad? No, no, no. I meant on your car. Oh, on my car. Oh, and you would have to turn the, around. I fucked the joke up. I'm sorry. I'm not smart oh. tonight. <laughs> I didn't get it either. I blame, I blame my ribs. Um, so that's what I that's what I do every thing. Since she made me think i was dying for three days i now like i'm constantly just going i can't do that my ribs hurt (laughs) well it's really funny because i have anxiety and all that stuff but uh i woke up one morning and i was like the pit of my stomach it felt like it was burning and i wasn't sure what it was but i was like what but it definitely felt like indigestion because you know when you start getting indigestion you get taste in your mouth like that oh, yeah. burning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the miles like yeah. kind of built back up. Yeah. So I was getting that, and it was like burning in the pit of my stomach. But, of course, I'm freaking out. I go online, and I look. And, of course, Dutch, my pain was on the right side. So I thought I had. <laughs> Pancreatic. Yeah, gallbladder, like all Royce, these things. Royce yeah, kept telling Dr. Me, Google is the worst Royce, thing on the planet. Royce kept telling me he was going to have to remove his gallbladder. I was saying it seriously. <laughs> I thought I had to remove my spleen. <laughs> okay, well, listen, you, you know what I felt like. So anyway. But I'm like, but the thing is, it wasn't an extreme pain or anything, but it's just as soon as I looked on Google, my body started feeling the pains in the places that I saw. Yeah, right. And it's terrible because your brain is crazy. Like, like at first, it no, started, your brain is well, crazy. My brain is crazy. I just like, keep you have one you. symptom and then you look up. OK, symptoms could be this. And then they have five extra yeah. symptoms like, yeah, I, I might have night sweats. I don't know. Do I? I? I'm I sleeping. Kept, so how would I know? I kept yelling at him to stop looking at WebMD on his phone. I'm like, what are you reading right now? I hope you're reading Hold a on. comedy article. You better not be uh, reading WebMD. So anyway, I uh, so I ended up. And I, hold on, I'm gonna tell you. And then I was also okay. re- really tired. So of course, fatigue. So I'm dying. I'm definitely dying. Here's what happened. I figured it out. I didn't have to go to the doctor. I figured it out. I just panicked for no reason. Because before I go to the, because I have anxiety. So before I go to the doctor, I want to be sure I have something. Because if not, I will go down a hole and I'll go to 500 doctors and they'll all tell me I'm fine. I'll be like, oh, you're liars. <laughs> because remember when I went for my checkup last year, Dutch, I talked about it on the show and the Asian lady's like, oh, your heart going to explode. I'm like, Jesus. You need a now. And they, they, then the, the assistant doctor is all like, your heart's fine, dude. Well, I don't know why she made me do this. Like, you know, the, the young guy, it all came out good. And, he, and she's like, yeah, she's, she's a little exaggerated. I'm like, yeah, you fucking think. You know, I walked in here for a so, checkup, and now I think I'm going to die. You know what? In hindsight, now that I'm hearing this and seeing you go through these cycles, I wasn't there. You might have walked into that first doctor and go, my heart's exploding. No, opposite. <laughs> and then that's why she, no. re- and then that's why she responded, ribs. you need to now. Maybe you're just remembering it wrong. No, that's not how. Actually, I'm the, I'm the opposite. When I walk to a doctor, I, don't, I try not to over-exaggerate because I know I have anxiety. So I try. I even let them you know. You just walk in and say, "I have always here, 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 okay. here, 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 here." <laughs> let me tell you. By the way, let me tell you how that went with her. So I walk in, and th- th- I'll be honest with you. I, I, you know, I would tell you if I did, but I didn't. I just walked in and I said, "Hi, 
my name is Royce. That's it. Yeah, and yeah, that's, asking, what, that's what you think you said, but really you said, oh! And then no. she freaked out. She said, you didn't eat it, you know? The la- the, actually, no, because her, her assistant apologized for her. Anyway. And then I know she was a croc, too, because I was like, look, it's just my annual physical. Please give me that. And can you please? I like how you continue to tell the story of last year instead of what happened this year. Oh, anyway, this year. So this year. <laughs> we remember what happened last year. So anyway, year. all this thing. Anyway, so I was, uh, I thought I was like, fuck, that's it. I have something bad, whatever. And I was also exhausted. And then I started realizing, well, I've been doing a really like strict diet for a long time, like the keto diet and I lost weight. But after the hurricane, I just stopped doing the diet well. And I was like, because I, I was like, oh, I'm so stressed. And then, you know, when you start down yeah, a bad path. you're right. No, exactly. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. You go down, you, like you're, you look for He's any eating excuse. eating two loaves like, of bread with exactly. dinner. Right, right. But I kept eating like, I, but I kept craving so much bread, like just sugar, sugar, like not just sugar, like sweet things, but anything with bread. So I kept eating, eating, whatever. Then I started, you know, getting the, the that pain and um. Babe, you don't have to walk him through everything. The boy got a yeast infection in Candida. Yes, I had a yeast infection in my, in my gut. Yeah. He ate so Men many carbohydrates. Yeah, I didn't know that either. But yeah, guess what, wow. Dutch? I did, and he, it was amazing. He ate so many carbs and bread that he created here's a yeast what in his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> it's because no, and here's why. It's because uh, I hadn't really eaten carbs for a long time. And right. I kind of just bombarded it. So your I, digestive system, right, yeah. wasn't prepared for it. Right, and it just fucking overloaded. And I look, and then I, then I looked online, and I'm like, oh, my God, I have all these things, like legit things. And I was like, well, fuck, what do I do? It's pretty simple. You just, you know, cut the carbs, and you buy the Stop this, eating bread, yeah. right. And, then I, and so, I, so I started doing all that stuff. But then when it dies off, it, like, fights to leave your body, so the symptoms get really bad. So when I would go for walks, I would just get hives on me, like just uh, hives everywhere. And 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 then it was a little red. It was he would lift up his shirt every single day and say, "Do you see it?" I'm like, I'm squinting and looking at the ankle and shining a light on him. Like, yeah, kind of. It looks a little flushed. Anyway, when he says it, it's so dramatic. It's so dramatic when yeah. you say it. Well, is that is that dramatic? I'm telling my story. You can tell your story. Okay, listen. My I point can't. Is, here's the thing, though. I, I don't think Marie's too far off the no, mark. No, she's but not. But I don't think you're completely wrong either. No, no, Marie's <laughs> not too far. I, but here's the thing. I admit I have anxiety, so I do work things up in my head. And on top of that, I just haven't been sleeping well. I've been working just fucking intensely on the other shows. And, and it's just like really like just tired. Royce found out he doesn't need sleep to live. I don't need sleep to live. It's not <laughs> needed. It's not needed. But anyway, it was... Uh, yeah, so it was that, and I'm working through it now. I feel better, a lot better. I lost like 20 pounds in two months. It was crazy. Boy, but drop weight. A lot. But I feel good now. Mostly because so c- you stopped eating, and then you were exercising three times every a time day I to get burn anxious, off Every time anxiety. I get anxious, I walk. So I was walking a lot. I even re-downloaded Pokemon because I figured I'm walking. I might as well catch Pokemon. He was so stressed out, he <laughs> lost 20 pounds. I did. But it works. <laughs> if you need to lose weight, just get really stressed. <laughs> Medical advice by Royce, yes, Dr. Royce. There you go. Problem solved. Royce, I do the same thing, just not quite to the high extent that you do. I th- Pretty much every time I get a stomach ache, I'm like, Mitch, I have appendicitis. We need to go to the <laughs> ER. Like, my <laughs> appendix need to come out. I'm dying because my mom had it out. My grandma yeah. had it out. So I'm just convinced that I will every- have it out eventually. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> Sherry, does, it does run in her family like of their appendix is just exploding and then you can die from it yeah. if you don't get it. So Or not don't catch it. So... To be fair, she is, you know, a little. It doesn't have to be every time. But 
But at the same time, I've gone to the hospital like three times for it. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> so, oh. try not to cry wolf too many times. Yeah, I'll do my best. I miss your cry wolf, man. I got fucking problems. <laughs> I really do. I have anxiety is the worst, man. I have fucking problems. And then you just make all these fucking, you make all these terrors in your own head that aren't really there. It's fucking right. bad. And then you lose sleep. No, I've, I've, yeah, I have that. Uh, Kelsey has it. She has it way worse than I do. But um, she does. No, we. Oh yeah. I she has that. it pretty bad. Yeah. She, we had it at the doctor. Oh, here's another medical story. Ooh. So, I don't know if. Okay, so it was a couple like a month or two ago. We uh, we went to the doctor. Kelsey was getting her nipple redone. Okay. <laughs> as one does. As, 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 as one, one does. Remember how she got her. She got her, my girlfriend got her boobs done uh, a year and a half, yeah, maybe two years ago. and she thought ago. she was a fucking maverick and tried to take her own stitches out. Right, and oh so she God, fucked up one of her guys. nipples. I mean, oh God, I hope she's okay with me telling the story. She's, she's not here. She's already, oh, she <laughs> Sorry, man. She, she doesn't guess, care. Why would she care? I'm pretty sure she's already told the story. I already before. tagged her parents on Facebook, so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> so she had one nipple that was pretty. It wasn't. So she had to go. She went back in. So she got it redone. And, you know, they had to put her under and because, you know, whatever. So I go to pick her up. Well, beforehand, they told her, OK, you have to be here at six. And, you know, and so her and I go in one car so I could, you know, whatever, drive home and, bring, you know, go pick her up after she's done. Lights are off. There's nothing. There's no there's no one there. There's no cars in the parking lot. No one at this medical office. And I'm looking at her going and I'm thinking it's her fault. I'm like, you sure they didn't say seven? No, they told me six. I'm telling you it's six. I'm like, I guarantee they didn't tell you six. No, it was six. So anyway, so it, the place is only like 15 minutes away. So she drives me back home. Then we had to, like, then she, you know, once you finally got a hold of somebody, when we had to go back there at 7 o'clock. So we're already pissed at this place to begin with. I leave, and then I come back about, you know, two and a half, three hours later. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the doctor called me up. She's like, yeah, she's, you know, she's in recovery, whatever. I get to the front, and I'm like, hey, I'm here to pick up uh, Kelsey Thompson. And then the lady at the front's like, oh, so you're the husband? I'm like, we yeah, sure. She's like, okay, so um, I'm going to need your credit card. I was like, excuse me? Like, I am paying for her cosmetic surgeries. <laughs> and so nice they were like, yeah, so there was an issue with, you know, the card that she gave us because of the, and probably because of the amount of it, you know, they don't, you know, they're probably right. blocking it or whatever. And I'm like, okay, can you, can you guys just bill us? Like, can't you just do that? Does it have to be right now? And she's like. Well, yeah. and then I started getting frustrated. I was like, can I go see my girlfriend, please? And they're like, oh, okay. And so they bring me back. And Chelsea's like just waking up. And then she starts having a panic attack because mm -hmm. um, she has anxiety or whatever. She's in a lot of pain. They barely gave her like anything for the pain when she woke up. So she's crying. And, and I'm, you know, I'm getting frustrated because, you know, the, the lady's sitting there going, okay, I have discharge notes. Kelsey's there crying in a panic attack. And she's going, okay, so no food or water for the next 12 hours. Um, she makes sure she doesn't shower till tomorrow. You know, and I'm like, can we speed this up, please? Just give me the paper. Like, can, can, we, can we get out of here? Yeah. They're like, oh, okay, so do you have Percocet at home? What? No, we don't have Percocet. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, I have a cabinet full of well, it. Well, she's gonna need it for pain. I'm like, <laughs> does she have a prescription me. that I can fill out? 
Meanwhile, Kelsey's over on the side. I'm like, can I get a prescription? She's like, oh, well, the doctor has to fill it out. I'm like, could you get the doctor to do it? She starts laughing. Go, oh, honey, he's in surgery. I'm like, okay, I am not happy with anything that's happening right now. Is what I said. And then she kind of went, oh. And then the other lady from the front comes back. She's like, we really need you guys to pay for this. And I was like, bill us! And then Kelsey finally was just like, oh, let me call my bank. I'll just tell them that, it, you know, whatever, you know, it's going to be a big purchase and they'll let it go through. So she's sitting there panicking, crying, in pain. I'm angry. She's having to talk to the bank while we have these one idiot with a medical form and the other one scurrying around trying to find the doctor to get a prescription. And then Kelsey was telling me, the lady was so mean to me. She was such a bitch. And, you know, and, and so I automatically hated her. And then I finally got the prescription back. And then they had, like, one of the other doctors coming out going, we're really sorry you guys didn't have a pleasant experience. I'm like, you think? Pleasant experience? This is ridiculous. Let me go home with her. So we go home. And then they, they called us, like, 18 more times because they didn't want us to give them, like, a bad right. review on Yelp, Yelp or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, that happened. <laughs> so I yelled at a lot of people in the medical office. God, yelling at people's nice though. It feels lie. good, especially when you know you're in the right. Yeah, especially when you know exact, dude. Exactly when you know you're wrong. I'll yell at anybody if I know I'm right, and if I mean I'm wrong, I'll yell at them anyway. But it's like <laughs> I don't care. I just like yelling. It's 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 people don't do it enough. People, it's very cathartic. No, my point is like maybe there wouldn't be so many like those little losers that repress their rage and then cry and then you know yell at yet like SJWs. I think you know what SJWs just need to you know, maybe just like yell at people more and like be more aggressive because like people need to be more dicks you're saying well my point is like after let's say i'm mad right and if i'm mad and i go oh fuck you i'll kill you like marie gets mad that i scream a lot and not at her just in general but she understands that for <laughs> me it's a way for me to release my energy and then i feel better but if i don't scream then i just feel this burning inside of me like oh i'm so mad oh i need to yell at somebody <laughs> i have the cure to all of that what they need to take up woodworking because when you ultimately fuck up, do. you get pissed off and you just throw shit. Of course we got to take up woodworking. <laughs> that's what I do. You fucking nut. You take think up woodworking. You're crazy. Like that's not the most insane thing. Like, if you think about it. I mean, the other, my other thing was like, just go to a gun range. But <laughs> Mitch that? has good suggestions. Okay. so um, Where do you yell the most? Me? I do it in the car. Car by myself. Probably by myself in the car the most. Oh, no, no, no. I love rolling the window down and screaming at Oh, people. I do that, too. No, no, no. I do that, too. But I'm sa you said the most. The, yeah, like, yeah. Numbers-wise, by myself, I like... Because, you know, if you're going on the highway going 80, screaming out the window doesn't work because you can't hear it. You know what I mean? Like, screaming right. out the window works, like, at an intersection. When I'm talking to someone right. pushed off Stop on the highway, yeah. like, I'm not going to go 80 and go... <laughs> what did he say? Did he say I have a flat? I don't know what he said. I would say I scream the most in a nursing home because the, old, old, people? the old people can't <laughs> hear very well. That's not angry. <laughs> <laughs> I said no, Nana. <laughs> <laughs> no, what no. the fuck? <laughs> yelling is fun. But yelling, yelling is fun. Yeah. And it's good for you. I agree. I shouldn't tell you to not yell, except you're very loud. I am really loud. You want really loud? Really loud was this Thanksgiving because it was my family. Oh, my God. It was the loudest Oh, yeah. How did you guys do my for Thanksgiving? My, I know your whole family was in town. My whole family except for uh, 
Ryan and Leah, they, they actually went to do something else. But everybody else came and we, my dad rented. The grandparents, okay, the parents, so, well, my dad came, the he, sister. He rented a house because it's easier. Friends were over. Yeah. So my That my, is a great idea. It's a great idea. house. Like, you know, it was a, not, and by the way, brand new, really nice house furnished. And because, you know, a house comes with a kitchen and, all, and they, you know, usually those houses oh, it are, was fully furnished and all the. With, yeah. Kitchenware. It had a nice oven, so everybody can be in those same area. Exactly. That's so, a good idea. So yeah, it's a great so, idea. So they came up, to, and they were literally like ten minutes away from us. So we just down the road. So it was easy for us to get over there. So, um, and we didn't have to host Thanksgiving, which was great. So we uh, we went over there. But man, you know my family's all Hispanic, and it's just you want everyone yelling over the other one, and then and now <laughs> and now there's children, which I'm not used to children, and then they're young and they're just running around in circles. Literally, the smallest one is just at the age where opening doors. Oh is wait, hilarious. so like your cousins and everything came too? Yeah. So my uh, so there's this one it's just opening and closing doors constantly, constantly opening and closing <laughs> doors, and two of the doors had little dogs that were like in the closets, would put away when we were like when a lot of people were walking around, so they were just like, like chilling in there. But the kid kept opening up the door and letting the dogs out. Dogs out. <laughs> and, and then there's three little white poofball dogs running around. Circle. Tell me, tell me at one point you said who let the dogs out? Oh, we did. Oh, so many times. <laughs> oh, so we many did. Times. Yes. So but we know times. who let the dogs out. It was the little one. Yeah. So, and the little one, Alex, man, they, how old is he? Four. Four. Three. Dude, I'm telling Maybe, you. No, wait. Two to three. Somewhere in between this, there. Uh, you know you know how a lot of people say, kids are smart. Well, this kid is going to be, make a lot of money doing like jackass and stuff. Because I've <laughs> never seen, I'm being, and this is a compliment because I got along with him and me, I always get along with him really well because he's just, he's not, he doesn't cry. He's one of those kids that falls and just doesn't cry. He just laughs and keeps running. So he's not like a crybaby. And he got obsessed with running up to me. He's maybe about three, is that three? Yeah. Three? To running up to me. And one time I made the mistake of doing that thing where you pick him up and you fake slam him on the sofa. You know what I mean? Like, oh. ah, <laughs> yeah. I did it once. And he had an adrenaline rush and he got addicted and he kept asking so Royce to slam him. <laughs> running up to me as fast as I he could. Exactly and he it. kept, he, he got, Royce, Royce, one more time. <laughs> so I have to pick him up. And do it, Dutch. Ask for body slam on the couch. By the, by, by, the I, end of the day, Royce is like, I'm "Why am I sweat, sore? I'm sore? I'm sore, and I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm like, why am I sweating? And I'm like, oh, that's right. I kept picking up a kid and throwing him. After a while, I'm like, oh, I gotta sit. I'm tired. Hilarious. It dude. was really. It was. It was really no, the funny. Same thing. I mean, I'm not trying to like you know, no, no, bombard your story, but the same thing happened. I was with uh, Kelsey's family, and she has two younger nephews who are. Thing. One's four and one is six. Right. And same thing. You start wrestling with them, you better be prepared for like an hour long session because they don't <laughs> give up. Yeah, it's go time. Oh yeah, no, dude. I'm telling you, like, it's... how do you have this energy? I'm dying. That's what I said too. I'm like, does he ever get tired? I told. I him. actually remember being the child and the adult telling me, "How do you have this much energy?" So that <laughs> now it's the other way around. Where I, I just realized right now, I'm now the adult telling the child, "How do you have this much?" So energy? then this, the other thing is, is so I'm exhausted, but then you have to you have to head in your pivot because Alex likes to just open doors and walk out, like just walk. Out. And that's the other thing. He only he's only. He's his like underwear. Monk. He keeps testing the locks back and forth. He's only in his underwear. So he's <laughs> he doesn't like clothes. So he's just walking around in his underwear, little Superman underwear. And then he'll just if all you, you all you hear is a door go and everyone's like, ah, let's close the door. You're gonna go inside. 
And he kept doing it. And he kept, and then he got mad. Can I, can I ask a question sure. real quick? Is this kid your nephew okay. or who is he? This kid is my sister's girlfriend's kid. So, okay. so anyway, back to what I'm saying. But they've been together forever. So the kid's like basically my sister's kid. So I've known the kid forever. So anyway, they, they the other thing is when he gets mad, like when I, like, so we were outside, we were, the adults were outside and we were playing cards, you know, and just hanging out after we ate. Cause there's a little, there's a little backyard area where you could just chill. So we're doing that, and then uh, he, Alex is out there with, you know, he has his little tablet, and he's playing his game, but then he, he gets bored of playing his game, and he just starts literally climbing on the table, like just climbing on it, like to the top of it. It's a glass table, and like, stop, stop. So then, you know, his mom goes, all right, inside, <laughs> Alex, go inside. So he goes inside, and I swear to you, dude, I've never seen a thug life moment like this. <laughs> he looks at us, and he flips the lock, and he locks us outside. <laughs> Am I lying? <laughs> he literally looked at us and went, and then locked us and smiled and then walked away. And I was like, and, and, you fucking asshole. Oh, my ribs. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God. He did lock us out. So I had to oh, walk man. around on the other end to go inside because I had the key. So I walk into the front. And then when I walk into the front and then tell me if I'm lying or not, we look up to the balcony and he's, because it's a two-story house, right? And, and inside, there's a balcony inside that, like, looks over the living room. He's over, like, hanging on it. And I'm like, what are you doing? You're going to die. <laughs> so they, you know, they yank him down. And it's like, I don't know the energy. I've never, I've never experienced. Dude, little boys, like, oh I don't get it. Like, it's, they're, they're insane, first of all. Yeah. Second of all, yeah, the energy level, it's like, do you not rest? But here's the thing is when they do take naps, they're out like a light, like, yeah. immediately. So, uh, but again, to say that, they're still like the best kids because, like I said, they don't really cry or complain. And the other one's older. The other one's, what, 12, 13? I don't remember. Sure, we'll go with that. Around that age. But he's more, he's like, you know what's cool? I like, the one thing I like is Murray and I aren't going to be, aren't going to be, aren't going to be parents. But we decided we're going to be really cool uncles and stuff. I want to be cool Aunt Marie. Right. So, but you you know what what I start realizing now because Marie said she had a moment. I had a moment too. I remember when I was little. I always used to look up to, like, my uncles or my big cousins or, you know, like that. Now when, like, you walk and the kids start looking up to you and you're like, I'm a piece of shit. Why does this thing king up? No, I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, why does he? I had a yeah, moment where, like, secrets. I'm like, I'm a piece of shit. I Do don't you know think why this all of our thinks. uncles thought that they were pieces of shit, I, too? Well, most of my uncles were pieces of shit anyway. So, I mean, <laughs> if we're being fair, yeah. I mean, fucking one of them served jail time for cocaine. Selling it, not using <laughs> it. In big things, on a boat. So, yeah, not the greatest role model. But he was cool because he had a boat. <laughs> a lot of coke. No, but my point is, like, I've reached that. Well, like, you know, her kids, like, fucking love That's us. That's such a Cuban-Miami thing to say, by the way. <laughs> I know. Oh, your uncle was a drug lord, too? <laughs> so they look up to us. That's the thing. But, you know, the other one, Romy, he always, man, that kid is so, like, just the nicest kid. He's like, Royce, I really like you. You're super cool. And I haven't done anything. All I did no, is... No, sh- he's, he's so nice. I'm certain he's beaten on the reg. That's what I think. I think he's getting the oh, slaps. Jesus. But no, not like, not like, for, not like you need to call child services, but like, they still spank. Either that. You know what I mean? Either that right. or right. that that Hispanic family spanked him once yeah. hard enough that all they needed to do is remind him of that yeah. one spank and he just whips right back into line. So he, right. so, but he's really nice. And like, all I did was show up and like, when I came, I, I, I 
hooked up my Nintendo Switch so everyone could play. You know, I let them, I brought it to the house and I hooked it up. Cool, Uncle Royce brings Nintendo so that, Switches and over. And by the way, but you, go. you know why he liked me? Because he's not supposed to use electronic devices. He's not doing good at school. But when I show up, rules, guess what? Out the Roy, window. Royce doesn't know his window. grades. And then, and then my sister doesn't, doesn't want me to be the bad uncle. So, of course, <laughs> she goes, of course, she's like, Hey, he could use it, but he's not supposed to be. I'm gonna let him, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever, let him use it. I don't care. And I would, I, I would just, <laughs> I, I turned into the dude that my uncle was or my grandparent was, where I just completely undermine the authority, hey. undermine the yeah. parenting process. Hey. Yeah. Hey. And then Marie showed up, and this is not a lie. With a five-pound bag of red Swedish fish. So you oh want? So then they keep That's sticking. cocaine for those kids. No, I bought. To be fair, I bought it for me. Thinking I want candy, but I'm showing up to a house full of a lot of people. They're all going to ask me for said candy. I better show yeah, up with enough candy with so that I had enough. And then I was at a Wawa, and they happened to have five-pound bags of red Swedish fish, the perfect. So what is she gonna do? What is she gonna do? Not buy them? And it was like five bucks, and I'm like, I'm stupid not to buy this deal. Yeah. <laughs> so then every time I look over, because I'm not gonna snitch, I know snitch, but I see them sneaking yeah, behind be and grabbing more Swedish fish. They stick in their hands in and i'm like i'm not gonna rat them out but they're gonna be bouncing off the wall later <laughs> oh you were sneaking a fish too oh you were too oh fuck we're fucking dead they're fucking playing us like a fiddle marie oh, you were too they're playing us like a fiddle i was giving handfuls to the little one I wouldn't let him j jump into the bag because once that yeah. happens, it's like a puppy that found a bag of Purina. Yeah, they just pour it on I the ground. I couldn't let that happen. So I kept putting them high up on the countertop, grabbing a handful, and then said, hold out your hands. And puppy then he would hold out his hands, and I would just drop fish. The little one would rule, man. Alex, the little one ruled, too, because they had, like, real plants in the house, you know, like palm trees, and they had, like, mulch in them. And oh, just, yeah, he kept dumping the he mulch just out. Kept grabbing the mulch and dumping it on the couch. I'm like, what are you doing? Stop it. Four dogs are running around the feet at all times, barking and yipping. Yeah, it's, it's a great time. <laughs> it sounds nuts. like it was a madhouse. It was, it was, but it was fun. Yeah, we were loud. Yeah, we were very loud. We were very, very annoyingly loud. You guys have been around my family. Was it as loud as that? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Except your family's well, way more polite, and our family is just cursing to see where the line is. <laughs> We brought over we brought over our friend or our friends Joyce and Joe came over for for dinner oh, and yeah. they got to meet the family for the first time. And it was like Roy Sr. was just testing Joe to see how much <laughs> Joe could take. And they were just going back and forth on ethnic slurs. They would not stop. <laughs> it didn't stop. They're like, yeah, but do you know this one? Yeah, do you know what this Joe, one is? Joe's not. Is he Colombian? Wait, who no, is he? He's white. He's a. He's, he's just Scottish. straight white. Okay. Yeah. Oh no, Mark is Colombian. Yeah, okay. yeah he's Scottish. So yeah, they, I mean, it, towards the end of the night, it was just pure racism and a, a lot of politics too. They were testing. They were testing the two things that you really shouldn't do. It was hilarious. So, so Joe, That's the thing Joe you're I know. Not supposed to do. So, but my dad does it on purpose. So Joe and my dad are just going back and forth about politics, and I'm inside. I'm and on both of them left with the greater respect I'm than the a, other I, one. I was on the other side. So I was on the other. I was inside, and then I, all I hear my mom is say, "No politics." saying it to them <laughs> so then the first thing i do is run outside and go hey guys i heard we're talking politics let's do more of that <laughs> and my mom's like you're such an asshole i'm like yeah i know Your poor mother i know <laughs> to I deal know. with you roy senior and ryan her entire it's life. pretty and my sister don't fucking sleep and on Renee. her she's yeah, yeah. nuts <laughs> Oh, yeah. 
the his oh, mom asked for the angel. his mom asked for the prayers to be I've never I got roasted during the prayer. Yes. <laughs> his mom insisted that we pray in two languages and so uh Romy did the first prayer in English and then your sister did the second one in Spanish. She just starts out roasting the family like sarcastically and I understood in enough, the prayer in the prayer going and please play pray for Royce cuz he's just a, a lost soul and she's just like going in and ripping and I'm everybody. Like, what? And, uh, I don't know exactly what you probably know more. Yeah. But and then, the rules. and I'm pretty sure she prayed for Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> just not in the nice way, though. Yeah, it was just everything was mean. <laughs> it was I the funniest it. prayer I've ever seen. It was really, re- I got to say, it was an amazing she, roast. Yeah, it was, it just turned into. I did not think the prayer. She turned into Norm MacDonald, apparently. Yeah, no, she really did. It was nuts. Like, she just, I mean, my sister doesn't do this stuff, but she's legitimately, you've, she's hilarious. Like she, oh, she's hilarious. Oh, I she's think she's funny. the funniest one out of all of us, if I'm being honest. She just, she doesn't do this stuff, but she's fucking funny. And the thing is with her, she's, she's just, very dry, which is what I like about her. Yes, she is. And me and her always bicker, but we always we still get along because we're very similar in uh-huh. terms of just we're just always, always, always trying to outdo the other one or top the other one or just it's me and her always have been that way where it's like, oh, yeah, well, you think that. Oh, yeah. Well, how about this? And I'm like, all right, you know what? We're going to fight. Why don't we just stop? Because it's not going to fight. up. Let's not compare because <laughs> that's how it is. You know, we, we, you know, we've always been that way. But yeah, I actually have a sister named Renee as well. And, and her and I are similar like that as well. She's closest sister to my age. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she lives out in Charlotte, so we don't see each other as often. But usually when we do, it's that. Yeah. Good Charlotte. Constant back and forth, top mm-hmm. one-uppers. Um, well, no, it was just more like if, if one of us is being too loud, the other one would be like, oh, my God, shut up. Right, right. <laughs> oh, my sister <laughs> that does kind that. Of thing. My sister yeah. does that exact thing. Exact thing. Yep. I yep. always tell her whenever one of us isn't responding, we'll just, yo, send a bitch a text. Yeah. It's <laughs> our thing. Yeah. And then also my sister cuts hair like really well. So she was like, you know, cutting. She gave Mike a fade. And she uh, sure did. (laughs) (laughs) But I uh, love that. I love that because like you have to (laughs) you get together. Oh, hey, who needs a haircut? I know. It's so weird. Like everything that was so like, I mean, it was fun, but so weird weird about this, too, is my sister Renee is a a hairdresser as well. Like that's. Yeah. But the thing that Royce fails to mention is. He, she was cutting his hair while the whole family was around, and we were, and the TV was on. We were all standing around Mersh because it was more interesting to see his, Mersh's hair get cut than the TV. So we're all, uh, just, and by the way, we were she, all just staring at him. She forgot to bring her barber's bib, so she put a garbage, a garbage bag on him. Bag over his head. <laughs> oh, that's she how put, I did haircuts as a kid too. Uh, she punched <laughs> a hole in the middle and made him wear I did that. Bag. I didn't have to do that. 2017, because, we're still yeah. using garbage bags. I didn't have to do that because my dad used a Floby. So right. I'll have yeah, you know. baby. I had one of those too. Those were the worst haircuts I've had ever. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh Super man. Super easy though. Mitch, Sherry, you guys have been quiet. Yeah, what, what was your you, Thanksgiving you like? Thanksgiving? Yeah, how was your Thanksgiving? I think our Thanksgivings were pretty normal compared to pretty low key. Yours. I, mean, I think. Boring. Yeah, Thanksgiving was crazy too. Oh, what time do you guys eat dinner, oh. Mitch and Sherry? What time do you normally have Thanksgiving dinner? Uh, what was it? Your family's was twelve thirty. My family was two. 
Wow. Yeah. Cubans. That's early. Na- Cubans. Nine. We had Thanksgiving dinner at 9 p.m. PM. 9 p.m. It took that long to like everything prepared? Well, no, because no. They, they just didn't even start until like three o'clock. Yeah. No, oh because God. we make a big <laughs> breakfast and then we don't, we, we don't, like, you understand. And then we wait till nine because you don't want to eat before and fall asleep during the football games. Because if you eat before the football games and you uh, fall asleep, no, right. for, you, you know, then you're like, ugh. So nine o'clock. And by the way, we didn't even have turkey. We had pork. And prime rib, it was amazing. So, so weird that Cubans have porks, though. Yeah, <laughs> isn't it? We put, well, the thing is, this was a break stereotype Christmas, Mitch. So <laughs> okay, I got it. Had to really try to assimilate to American culture. Yeah. So I figured we would have a whole pig. I mentioned it. Entire <laughs> fucking. I mentioned it earlier, but I hadn't really eaten Thanksgiving Day with Royce's family and God no. knows how long because we always separated it until we got married and then usually it's always it's been one or the other so last year sharing. we went to the, so this yeah. is really the first time in a very long time that I had Thanksgiving with your family and uh, I appreciated the pork and the prime rib so I didn't have to have turkey it twice was so good though but what I didn't know about it was when they're roasting the whole side of the pig once it got pulled out of the oven and your sister was preparing it the pork skin had crusted so over good. It's beautifully so, it's so and, good and Renee was fighting off every other Cuban in the house from stealing the pork skin off while she was plating it. Yeah, and I so kept taking like, it too. She was hoarding Get it. And, and I was just, I was sitting there. She's there. She was there. I was sitting there on the other side of the kitchen and like the grandparents literally kept stealing pork from her and then feeding it to me. Like they just kept giving it to me and so I'm sitting <laughs> on the other side just munching on it and she's like trying to keep it to put I plate. just imagine Renee sitting there She's with like, a Get spatula away. smacking Get people's away. hands. No, yeah. I was Get doing away. that. I, w- I was doing that because I usually carve the turkeys. And um, for the Thanksgiving we had at our house for Sherry's family, my parents came up too. Mm. And uh, Sherry's dad smoked two turkeys. Ooh, and nice. I got to say, by the awesome. way, smoked turkey is the only way to have. Really? Oh, yeah. I would oh, say it is fried, but I've never tried a smoked no, turkey. Smoked is yeah. so good. It tastes so good. Okay. It's so moist. It's the best way to have we it. We had right. but anyway, anyway, I'm cutting up the turkey, and my dad's trying to steal you know, pieces as I'm going, so I'm just trying to hit him with the butcher knife. <laughs> so your sister, so Renee uses a spatula. I'm using a knife to keep my dad away. No, she, no, she was using her hand. She was just slapping hands. Yeah, oh, okay. She, she hits. I was, I was swatting the knife at him, trying to keep, keep him away. <laughs> it was fucking... Oh, by the way, and then big ups to uh, my grandfather, my dad, Armando, my dad's side was there too, and and as soon as Armando. as soon as as soon as uh, Mike gets there, he goes, "You want to take a shot?" This is that a whiskey. It was like maybe noon. Yeah. Armando's taking shots of whiskey. Yeah, right. I know. He he hands him a shot of no, it was Jim Beam, and and Marsh is like, "Yeah, I'll take a shot." And then as soon as, as they both as soon as he takes a shot of shots, Jim Beam, he goes, "Oye, Renee, what's that bacon doing in the fridge?" Yes. <laughs> Don't we have bacon? Why aren't you making it? <laughs> and Renee goes, I am literally frying ham for you right now. And you know me to go out and now also make bacon? <laughs> but it, it wasn't like, it wasn't even saying like, make me bacon. He was so. What's up with that bacon? He was yeah, so hey, upset. There's something wrong here. He was, Fix it. He was so upset that there was bacon and it wasn't being cooked and served him. <laughs> What's the deal uh, with that bacon? <laughs> oh man, maybe I can get my sister great. to call in because she she could probably tell you the same uh, some great stuff. But yeah, I mean, big family Thanksgivings are the best. Oh my mm. God, it it had been a it while. doesn't even matter if you're all yelling at each other; it's still the best. I get it. You well, know that's what? The thing. I, I'm sorry, Dutch. Go ahead. 
Oh, I was going to say, like, that's the thing. Normally, I have Thanksgiving with my large, dumb family, and we're constantly yelling, and I'm always getting, you know, screamed at, Joel, get out of the kitchen! Like, because I'm always annoying everybody in there and picking food off, like you guys were talking about earlier. This year, we went with, um, I went to, to Breckenridge with Kelsey's Whoa. family. Oh, and moving yeah, fancy. on up. Well, moving let's on just up. say her dad has done well for himself, and he has a house up there. Yeah, so, I get it. Breckenridge, it's very expensive. It's, it's fucking very, nuts. well... So we went up there, mm-hmm. um, and uh, so it was basically Kelsey's entire family. So she has, like, you know, two nephews, two nieces, um, and then her and her three siblings, their, you know, husbands and wives and everybody else. And their, like, tradition is is crab, I guess. That sounds they, awesome. They take, like, a full crab or whatever. So I was charged with getting the crab. Oh, Uh-oh. no. Yeah, so that happened. I wouldn't want that responsibility. Imitation lump crab. Well, I was, Mitch, I was this far. I was at Costco, right? Oh, no. I couldn't find crab anywhere. This was the day before Thanksgiving. I'm like, Kelsey's going to cut my balls off. (laughs) And so I had like, you know, like two pounds of like imitation lump crab. And then I went down like the, the, the different frozen aisle because I'd asked everybody there like going, um, Where's the crab? And they're like, well, it's not here or not there. We don't have it. It's out. And I was just like, oh, my God. And so I went down like a different frozen aisle. And there was like one box, the last one left of actual like King Alaskan crab. And I was like, thank fucking God. And so so that happens. We go up there and it it was very it's just it's just your typical white family. Like it wasn't anything crazy. Because you guys know my family, uh, my side of the family, like, you know, very ethnically diverse with all the uh, adopted kids and everything like that and all these crazy. But, yeah, I mean, the most that happened, like, we, it was very chill. And I was kind of unnerved with how chill it was. Does that make sense? Did you like, get- I'm used to Thanksgiving being like this crazy manhouse, and it wasn't that at all with her family because they're very nice people, very straight down right. the middle, everybody having fun. And I was like, this doesn't feel normal. It's like going it's like- from my Thanksgiving to the, then the Thanksgiving that we had with at my her, family. her family, which is just very chill. And then after dinner, we just talk, so we sit there and talk politely about the world and what's going on. And it's and it's very and the mm-hmm. football game is on, and it's it's not in my house. It's like. It's weird for me to think that I kind of prefer the chaos over the chill sometimes, you know? Well, growing up in the normal, I find way more entertainment in the chaos. A, because it's not my family, so I don't get stressed out about it the way Royce does. Royce gets stressed out because it's his family. (laughs) I just sit back and watch the show. I'm just like, I'm having a great time. Because seriously, one by one, they will all inevitably walk over to me and talk shit on one of the other people and then tell me (laughs) how much they love me. So I know that they're just talking shit to me about me to the other ones. Because I'm like, well, that's what you're doing. We're all shit talking to each other. I get it. But one by one, they're like, oh, oh, you know, you're the you're the good one. You're the only one I like. I don't like that one over there. That is so Hispanic, by the way. You guys are the best as far as that goes. They all one by one will pull. It really is true. They all say who they like and never admit it to that person to someone else, and then they'll all talk shit about them too at the same time. It's just it doesn't make any sense. I love it. It's mad. You never know what you're gonna get. Yeah. It's great. Oh, uh, but yeah, that was that was my relaxing Thanksgiving. <laughs> I don't know, like, cause I normally like I've become more of a homebody. Homosexual. Like I kind of, you know, everything I do nowadays is like more. 
relaxing and chilled. But then, you know, you, you kind of go, okay, Christmas is going to be crazy. Thanksgiving is going to be crazy. Fourth of July is going to be crazy. Like, you kind of, like, just know. And it, I didn't have that with Thanksgiving. It was just so relaxed. Besides the crab incident, that's the only <laughs> thing I had that was incident. chaotic. That was about it. Well, lucky and you. The, uh, and Kelsey's nephew's constantly wrestling and wanting to wrestle, like you said earlier, as far as little kids and their batteries go. Wrestling? Just nonstop running around. So, Yeah, I made sure I came prepared every time. I brought over some Play-Doh. I brought a deck of cards. Which Alex started eating the Play-Doh. Yeah, immediately started eating it. Immediately, just but immediately. Then, actually, I will have to say, I left that Play-Doh over the course of the three-day weekend, and they all stayed the same color by the end of the weekend. She was worried that they were going to mix them. So they weren't just going all willy-nilly with the colors. They were keeping the blue separate from the pink, separate from the orange and the yellow. So bravo. But yeah, I made sure they always brought over games because I'm like, heaven help me if I get stuck with a kid and then I have to hear them just talk nonsense. So give them something to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they Well, because the other Kelsey's rest of her family isn't going to be getting together for Christmas. They did the Christmas presents for the nieces and nephews uh, on Thanksgiving. And they gave an, uh, and the grandparents gave, you know, the the, the six year old and the uh, four year old an Xbox One. Nice. And so it was like, nice. oh, okay, cool. We we plugged it in, and uh, you know, uh, Kelsey's brother Tyler, who's the the father thing. We sat there for two hours waiting for updates. Yep. Like, yep. I was like, maybe we should have opened this back at your house. <laughs> like it's just, and like the kids are sitting there restless and they're wrestling and throwing pillows, going. To, when is it going to be done? And it's just like we're sitting there staring at it going, all right, well, 23% done now. <laughs> so tomorrow it gets done. And then there's another one pops up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. He had to update the controllers, the games, the system, everything. I'm like, huh? So when do we get to we the met- fireworks factory? <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Siri. We met my mom's newest boyfriend. Ooh. Sunday. How is he? How long have they been dating? Um, I think they started talking about a year ago off of FarmersOnly.com. So I'm assuming he's a black gentleman? (laughs) No, no, this is a Minnesota farmer. He's a white guy. Oh, okay. Yep. But the thing is, she's not a farmer. She was raised on a farm. Not like a dairy farm like he's on, but... They farmed while so my grandma and grandpa have 11 kids. That's a good point. <laughs> that is a good point. That'll keep you busy. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, um, how it was, was he? all right. It was all right. It was, he's just a single dude. He's probably in his like, what, 50s, whatever, 60s, yeah. 50s. 50s. Not 60s. He's in his 50s, lives alone. He's a farmer. So my, my mom has a type though. And I've noticed this with my dad, her second husband, and now this gentleman. They're not tall. They're taller than like they're average. Oh, maybe like the average height. What would the average height be? Like five uh, nine, five eight, five something like that. Yeah, five okay. nine. Brown hair, but just kind of like their facial whatever is very like mid. They all kind of look similar in my opinion. My dad mm. obviously being the best looking, but <laughs> and so they're showing us around this dairy farm, and she's like, "So this is where we keep our calves," and I'm like. Dude, do you own this place already, Mom? Like, what's what's happening she, here? Oh, she's already this saying is where hour we keep her. And yeah, we? she's yeah. Hour? This is where no. we this is where we have the 
the pregnant ones, and this is where we have the newborn calves, and this is where we mix them together. And it's like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, do you do you own him yeah. now, or are you just trying to... he? She's saying we already. Okay, so they met a year ago. How long have they been like actually like dating? Dating? Do you know? I would say a couple months before the wedding, because I told her if she wanted to bring him, she could. Did she bring him? No, she didn't want to force him into the family with the entire family yeah okay and also because he's a dairy farmer it's hard a for single him to dairy get farmer a single dairy farmer Who don't no need help no? no employees man how did they how not get away how did not someone sweep him up sooner <laughs> <laughs> right so like is she living with him now or are they living separate they live separate. He lives about two hours north of us. So she goes up there, helps him work. And when my mom works for the laborers union, so whenever she does work, she comes home and whatever. And then she just goes right back up there. She brings her three cats with her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the cats love uh, the farm. He's a, he's a nice guy, but he's just kind of quiet. Um, I don't know. Because because you talk a lot. I'm also very talkative. So <laughs> yeah, you, you put the two of us. Leave the two of us. I was alone. gonna say, can we can we talk about this similar? Mitch tier? never like... talks <laughs> ever. <clears throat> <laughs> I go to Minnesota. Had a great time with him, but trying to get Mitch to talk. I'm so happy he's with Sherry because Sherry will talk plenty. But boy, <laughs> man, I'm like, hey, let's have a car. And Mitch's like, yeah, okay, okay, three words, and then he makes fun of you. And then he makes fun of you a lot. Right. And then he keeps making fun of you. And he needs to stop making fun of you. That's the one thing I noticed is every time I've ever been up to Minnesota, which has been a bunch of times at this point, every time it's like it's like Mitch is just waiting for his turn to just cut you down. It's like, ow. Who hurt you, Mitch? Wait, who hurt you? Three hours to say that? Ow, man. Come on. Is Sherry, you, is did Sherry you see what you? he said to me today? This afternoon? No, was it what? nice? I'm I assuming saw it was I, nice. I get a, it was really I nice. I get a package in the mail and he's like Oh, Sherry Heil, why is this not for me? And I was like, well, it's kind of for you. It's my new hair straightener. So you didn't it, say that. You said, you said it's kind of for you. It's going to make me pretty. It makes me pretty. And I said, is it a paper bag? <laughs> <laughs> and then she hit me. Good. And as he said it, I was funny, going though. in for a hug. <laughs> no, I was going in for a hug, so I double slapped him. <laughs> Would you bop him on both ears? Oh, that's great. <laughs> it was on the cheeks. No, oh, okay. just a whap, like, like a mosquito in the air. <laughs> Got it. Very funny. <laughs> I mean, it is funny. <laughs> it was very funny. I Mitch, try to do that with Kelsey all the time, too. Mitch is funny enough that he can say mean things and people don't get bothered by it. <laughs> right. It's charming. It's, is it? It is. It is, is your it charming? charm. It is his charm. It is charming. Yeah. I think, it, yeah, I would say, yeah. I mean, yeah. Mitch has always been allowed to yell at people, and they just want him to respect them more for it. Like it's very <laughs> odd. You have this, you have this weird grandfather mentality at the age of thirty. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. And I'm already at the grandfather part where I don't care about anyone. So you've never cared though. Like I've never seen you to care. I about told it. my mom like I I probably said something mean over Thanksgiving, and my Probably. mom's like, why are you like this, or something? I'm like, I don't know. I or I, I don't know, but I said, I used to be nice before I was in the Army. No, your mom said that. Oh, did she? Yeah. I thought oh. I said it. <laughs> Maybe you did. I don't know. Were you nice before the Army, though? Because I don't I think I used so. to be nice. I can't imagine that's yeah, true. Yeah, she said, Mitch used to be such a sweet boy, and then I chimed in, I was like, and then he joined the Army, and Mitch goes, yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
See, look at him. He's such a he's such a charming fellow. You, I'm I, a nice boy. It, it literally took Sherry marrying him to him more pants that don't have holes in it. Like you understand, if it wasn't for Sherry, <laughs> that, was, that was more of the job. No, if it if, if it wasn't if for it wasn't Sherry, the job that I have, I would still wear the holy pants. I still wear those holy pants actually. He does on the weekends. Uh, why? <laughs> don't weekends. let Sherry throw them away. Those are my weekend pants. No, they're I not. I just recently got rid of my holy pants, and I kind of wish I still had them. I like it when I can see his slutty knees. <laughs> and my slutty boxers I, and I my think slutty mid thighs and my slutty knees. The, 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 the slutty boxers that don't have holes because I buy him his underwear now. My favorite part of out. my favorite part of the man leg is the point where his shorts stop so there's a tan line. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best part yes. of the man leg. Yep. Is the tan line. You know what? When it goes from dark to silky smooth. And my pants show off that line. <laughs> well, that's amazing. All right. Well, why don't we go to break? Oh. It's about that time. Is it that time already? Yep. Bear back. Radio! Hey, you. Yes, you guessed 10,542. Change your username. And while you're in the More Like Radio live page listening to fine quality programming, notice the banner ad just slightly above the chat room. It's a link to something you want in Amazon. Click it. It's probably reminding you to order something you need from Amazon.com. Don't leave MLR and type the URL like a sucker. Just click the link and it'll open in a new window. This way you can buy your shit and continue listening to the show. Now, change your username. It's right there on the right, stupid. Hey, listeners. Yes, that means you. Missed your favorite More Like Radio shows live? No problem. Just go to morelikeradio.com slash downloads. That's morelikeradio.com slash downloads. More Like Radio's RSS feed works with your iThings, Zooms, Androids, Windows Phone, and anything else that can subscribe to an RSS feed. If you're so awesome that you only get your podcasts from iTunes, you can subscribe to our feed in iTunes by clicking the subscribe to iTunes link right on the downloads page. So what are you waiting for? Download More Like Radio podcasts and subscribe to our feed now. Yes, right now. Do it. Are you too broke to go to the movies yet want to go anyway? No problem. Just go to www.dealflix.com and use the promo code MLR to get 10% off your ticket purchase. Some movie theaters charge between $11 and $18 per ticket. Don't be stupid and pay that much. Just go to dealflix.com using the promo code MLR and you'll get 10% off your ticket purchase. Again, that's dealflix.com, promo code MLR. You know, I was sitting here in my new studio contemplating on how I could let everybody know about The Sully Show moving to Tuesday nights at 7.30 p.m. Eastern right before Dutch and Royce on More Like Radio. It turns out I went through 40 to 50 different cuts of this just to see if I could do this the right way. The Sully Show live Tuesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, right before Dutch and Royce, only on More Like Radio. Tuesday nights will never be the same. This promo sucks. More Like Radio listeners, do you consider yourself a movie fan? Interested in finding out the latest entertainment news via the big screen and small? Well, have your faith shaken no more. With the help of Chris Wetton and Mark Mixon, 
Listen to our epic podcast, The Real Thing, Wednesday nights from 6 to 7 p.m., exclusively on morelikeradio.com. Hey, what if there was a third Hippo Juice show? Aside from Dutch and Royce and Hippo Juice, but this one, they only talk about TV shows. Well, you got to check that out. It's more like TV. They talk about Game of Thrones. They talk about fucking Fargo. Wasn't that a movie? And they talk about goddamn other shows like True Detective. You got to check them out every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. More like TV. Yeah, that's not going to be back on till April. Ah. The Cousin Joe Show. We should do the the, the penis monologues. <laughs> I could do that. I think you did. <laughs> <laughs> there was an actual play, the vagina monologue. That's what I mean. Like, original... Yeah, but he's saying like what they do in the play. I, I oh, yeah, yeah. I guess it's just them talking about what, what it's like to have a vagina. Oh, now I'm curious. My oh, vagina's me. Angry. This oh, one, the official version. Shit. Wow. It's pissed off. There's some passion right. there. And probably pissed off. is furious. Dennis wrote some dialogue for me. If you don't mind me testing oh, okay. on my acting skills read real it. quick, wait. I'm just going to read some dialogue Dennis wrote. <clears throat> wait, wait. Do we have like some bongos to play? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Cock. My cock. Do you want to? Do you want to see my cock? Look at it. Marvel at it. Here's my Netflix password. Tune in to the Cousin Joe Show live Thursday night 7 to 10 on More Like Radio. If you weren't able to catch the last Hippo Juice show, here's what you probably missed. Anita Pedman. That sounds fake. Fine. Anita Smith, an administrative assistant, altered records to pocket $75. Wait, I know Padme. She was actually Queen Amidala. They're the same people? Yeah. I know. Why wasn't it just, too. Why wasn't it just Queen Padme? Guys, I don't know if you know this, but Anakin didn't like sand. <laughs> so coarse. very coarse. And rough. <laughs> it's rough and coarse. Kids everywhere. <laughs> Fucking hate that guy. He was really bitter because he tried to fuck Queen I Amidala. I thought about that awful dialogue. I know, since, dude. Since watch I it. watched it the first Again, time. Though, I feel like I blocked it out. It, you, you block it out? You I block it out. And the fact that you brought it up. Just, it's so bad, right? right? I mean, Are you serious? Out of all oh, eight, and sad. then the side movies, oh, that's the only God. thing I remember from Star Wars. Is the same? Oh, really? Oh, that's funny. Like, nothing oh, else matters, except for maybe credits will do fine. Oh, except, she, like, she does that all the Credits time. will do fine. But, yes. No, they won't. Really, seriously, watch the dialogue. Guess what I have. Watch, watch the dialogue. I don't like sand. <laughs> oh, God. Don't do that. <laughs> Turn it up a bit. Rough and irritating. Gets everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> Not like here. Oh God, it's so bad. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's making me cringe. It's making me cringe. It was like if the host of an NPR special wrote a Match.com bio. Right. I don't like sand. Listen to the Hippo Juice Show live every Wednesday night, seven to nine p.m. on MoreLikeRadio.com. Oh, hello. MoreLikeRadio.com Because mean people need to laugh, too. That's a lot of people. Don't worry, get them by. Watch out. Hello. This is Ian. 
Ian. This is my crew from the LGBTQIA Center. Hey. Hey, Ian. Are you uh, going to introduce yourselves, or do I have to do it for you? I'm, I'm Bethany. I'm a triracial cisgendered girl fag. I identify as pansexual, and my pronoun is she. Okay. Hi, Emerson. Gender fluid, hetero romantic, demisexual mutt, and a redhead. My pronoun is Z. Hey, I'm Rabbit, gender queer, tax attorney. I identify as Jennifer Aniston. Just kidding. <laughs> v. Vember. DX. Chinese Mexican, agender, intersex, AFAB. My pronoun is they. Okay. All right, is it okay if I ask a few questions? Better than to assume you know the answers. Um, what is inter, uh, inter, intersex? Uh, when a person is born with what is typically perceived as both male and female sex organs. Uh, uh, what, um, AFAB? Assigned female at birth. When your parents decide your gender without considering how you may identify in the future. Okay, and what, what's the whole, um, uh, pronoun thing? When we talk about DX, we say, ask them if they would like a coffee. But there's only one of them. Her. Them. <laughs> Fuck, I have no idea what I'm doing. You'll get it. It's okay, it's okay. you'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I don't know. That, that, that thing just makes me mad. That rejoinder just makes me Yeah, angry. I was like, I was waiting. I'm like, where was the punchline in this episode of Shameless? Oh, they were just being real. I don't know, but you know what? We should take that one out of rotation. How about this? I don't want to remember it, all right? I don't want to remember all your fucking horse shit. Back Shame, in my Shameless day, is a good show, but that's not a great Back play. in my day, we called you guys fags, and that's it. So that's what we're doing. 9545732780 is our, our call. I was actually number. getting mad in that clip when that one person said my pronoun is they. How selfish are you that you're going to confuse an entire room? That selfish. That's, <laughs> yes. that's how selfish you are. Yes. It's like, so they went to the store. Who did? Royce did. No, that's the brilliance of that clip because of how ridiculous this whole thing is. No, but some is. people actually choose that. Eh, not as many. We, we, there's been so much backlash to that nonsense. By the way, it. you guys, are we're back on Dustin we're back Royce. Live. Just. In case you not didn't if know. you read Jezebel. Yeah, not if you read Jezebel. Jezebel's all yeah. about that shit. Oh, hi. Kelsey just walked in. How's her tit? Hi. Hi, everyone. Hey, Kelsey. How your tit is. Mike is now little Ike. Oh, God. She, <laughs> she named them. Of course. I, kept, I forgot. Lovely. So. See? She's a early. I told you she'd be, she told that story before. She was going to try to catch you cheating. Nah, nah. I'm, I, I, I'm so lazy. He, he's he so lazy. That's, that's the thing. It's so much work. <laughs> I Dutch, trust to do me. that. Dutch, I that's one thing you. I can't understand. It's like these people who have like you know separate who has families. time for an affair. Who has time for an There's, affair? So many actual things that have to get done. I know. Like it's like eh, I'd rather watch sports. No, center. but my point is, you're like I look today. I was, like I, I'm gonna choose to juggle two relationships. Yeah, I can barely handle one. I know. Like, that's the one thing I still, to this day, can't figure out is that. I'm just too lazy. Like, Especially at this time shows. of year. Kelsey's obsessed with all the shows. Everybody's cheating. Especially during the holiday season. You're going to double up on all of that? Oh, don't don't get me wrong. Don't Are you get me kidding wrong. me? Uh, let me be honest. I'm not going to go see it. But if, if, if some hot chick wants me to grab her titty, I'm going to grab her titty. And Marie understands that because if a titty's offered, 
you gotta grab it. I mean, that's just that's too much. You're not gonna go out. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? Marie understands that, right? It's just the way you said. And Marie <laughs> understands that. That I gotta grab a titty. You gotta grab a titty. You gotta grab a titty. Oh! You made me spit out my drink. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. I got her to laugh. It's hard to make her laugh. So, it, it, at least for me. Yeah, when you've been with somebody yeah. long enough, your jokes don't land I anymore. Didn't know that one. I, I knew that one was going to get you. Because <laughs> with Marie, it's it's really more about it's really more about the delivery than even the content. Like the other day. No, but also the meaner the other, it is, the, other, the funnier I find it. The other day, I went to pick up my phone. And it fell on the ground. It just flew. And I'm like stumbling to grab it. And I actually fell to the ground. And I pick up. And then we, I look at Marie. She's laughing because I fell. I look at Marie and I go with straight face and go, hello. <laughs> and just look at her. And I'm on the floor like an idiot after like doing a Jerry Lewis fucking fall. But I knew that it was going to get her to laugh because it's the absurdity that she likes. <laughs> she likes absurd things. I learned that. Look, again, the Eric Andre show. I know the show's been on for a while, but fucking Christ. We discovered it recently. Just Google Eric Andre clips. I've never died I laughing harder than the Ro- things he so does to these poor celebrities. Royce, they really don't know what they're going into. Royce threw on uh, a clip reel of Eric Andre episodes Thinking more so for him, thinking I might find it mildly entertaining, but he did not know how entertaining I would find it. I guess he underestimated me. As no, I didn't underestimate you. I thought you were thinking, but I nobody thought you were going to think it was as I, funny. I went from what show is this to oh my god to I'm crying, laughing, and I can't breathe. And I'm like, I'm all about this show that I didn't know existed up until about a week there ago. You go. I'm gonna play yeah, it's been a, it's been around for a while. Okay, but cool. But I'm gonna play, I'm gonna is, play yes. the one that broke Marie. This is what broke me, and I was like, it's only a minute long. Minute I thirty five. Res- I respect this man. Real so, quick, just Eric Andre show with James Vanderbeek. Is that Hannibal Burris on the left? Yeah, Hannibal yes. Burris is like his Ed McMahon. It's hilarious, dude. Trust me, it's so, hilarious. So the guests don't know that he's a crazy person, and so they're he's okay. trying to make them uncomfortable. So here's the setup. And I've read articles about him. And here's the thing. He purposely, his show is only 11 minutes long. It's an adult swim. And he purposely likes that nobody knows about it. The first season, he filmed it in a rundown bodega. So what he does is, since he has the connections, you know, because he's still an adult swim, so he, he, he can contact stars. But, but they don't tell him what the show's about, like, at all. They just think it's a late night local, local access show, right? Or whatever. Mm-hmm. So these stars, usually B-listers, when they show up, a couple things that he does that you have to keep in mind that aren't you don't know this unless you read the interviews he purposely keeps it really hot really hot so the celebrities are always sweating and um one season wait why don't you just no really show quick this, this is one. important okay. one, one season just so you understand how far he goes he didn't shower for an entire year in real life so he would smell really bad when the guests would sh- come on so and then hug them with that being said this is James Vanderbeek on the show now remember, yeah, James Vanderbeek has no idea what's going on. We are back with James Vanderbeek. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, my next guest, James Vanderbeek. It's still this guy's me. James. <laughs> what have you been up <laughs> to lately? <laughs> What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> Tell us <laughs> your, your favorite, favorite story. 
What, what do you want to hear? Just a <laughs> from Sam. Any Sam. Okay, pause, what pause. Okay, so for the podcast audience. So, for the podcast audience, understand here's what's going on. With James Vanderbeek is sitting there, someone dressed just like him comes out and sits next to him and starts mimicking everything he's doing. But then Eric Andre has this other black guy come out and just start trying dressed to repeat. Dressed exactly like him. Repeating everything they're, they're, They all dude, got this is like doubles. like a bit that you and I used to do. Yeah. Remember, yes. like you would read a news story yeah. and I would just like try to guess what you were saying yes. as, I was saying, as you were saying it. But there's three of them doing it at the same time. It, right. So there's a guy behind Hamilton, a guy behind Vanderbeek, okay. and a guy behind Andre, and they're all just basically... As that other person's talking, you're trying to talk with them. It's the, ridiculous. The thing that keeps breaking me is that Eric Andre's talking slower to make sure that the other guy can keep up. And his... Keep up, exactly. <laughs> happening. Tell us That's your, your favorite, favorite story. <laughs> what, what do you want to hear? hear? Just a nice anecdote from Seth. From Seth. What set? Any set, man. Whatever set. You want to hear show business stuff? Come on, James. Come on, man. Um, Why won't you tell us anything? This is like a fever dream. (laughs) 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 The guy? So that's his show. That's Just, great. I can't imagine what's going through James Vanderbeek's mind right now. It's it's like a, it's, he comes in dressed exactly like him. Oh my god! It is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And none of it's the same thing twice. He's constantly doing something that you did not expect him to do. Even weirder. He's always one upping himself. It just gets weird. And then yeah, no, Dennis, I've, I've seen this show before. I didn't see that one. Dennis, that one's great. Dennis read but. one of the YouTube comments saying, I saw this high on mushrooms and it fucked me up. Yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> I can't even imagine. I kind of want to do that. That would be fun. Oh, my God. When they had Jack Black on and they put a dog shock collar on him yeah. and told him it was a lie detector and kept shocking him for real. Yeah, I wouldn't watch that show on anything that would make you trip or hallucinate or anything like that. It's it's messed up. Or amazing. I mean, it's wonderful. It's my That's new favorite funny. show. So speaking of favorite shows, a couple things. We saw The Punisher. Boo. Overrated. Boo. Oh, boo? Overrated. Where's, I'm still going through it. Here's the thing, and let me tell you why. And there's many reasons. Is it because of John Bernthal? No, or? no, 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 no. He's good. He's not him. It's not him at all. It's not him. He's he's a good Punisher. No one else could be the Punisher. Yeah, he's, he's very the good. Punisher. Period. He's good. The writing is the problem. It's not him. Honestly, I like him. The writing is is just. My, I think Mersh had a pretty good point when we were talking about it. He, was just, he says, you know, it feels like at first they were doing an homage to 80s action movies, but then you realize, no, no, they're taking this shit seriously. Oh. Like, there's a lot of hacky... I, I don't even know what the word is. Like, a lot of hacky lines. Cliches. And cliches. And, 
you know, where, where, where you're where you're watching it and you're and you're like, um, okay, they're not doing this on purpose, are they? But By the no, way, I don't want to keep saying cliche the French way. I'm going to call it cliche. Yeah, there's a lot of cliches. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, for example, <laughs> the Punisher. Stupid. This is what really here's what bothered me. According <laughs> according to the Punisher rules, the Marvel rules. Everybody that ever served in the military has either PTSD, has PTSD, or is evil, or is evil and has PTSD, or is evil, has PTSD and stolen valor. There's What's a, the problem? There, okay, Mitch, not everyone's you though. Okay, you're one maniac. Um, no, yeah, were you in the army? No. Then I you don't know what that. it's like. See, that's my <laughs> point. We that. all are evil PTSD people. But see, that's that's my point, though. Like, that would be a line in the show. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. Like, that would be a line in the show. Have you served? Like, that kind of thing? Yeah, really? Like, really wow. corny stuff. And then they had a scene that I... That's, first off, improbable. Is Royce, have, you don't understand. We saw the shit. There was a scene. I didn't see the shit. Stop it, Mitch. There was a scene. You you. weren't there. I hate you fucking so much. I was there. (laughs) That is a scene where this is not real. This is not where a a military guy was out there handing out pamphlets and a cop came and lied and said that this poor military guy tried to grab his gun. Are you pulling a gun on me? Yeah. And I'm like, are you trying to grab my gun? Yeah. And it was, by the way, white. And I'm like, no. Usually, cops and military people respect each other, at least in every encounter I've seen, unless I'm incorrect. Like, and usually, a lot of cops used to be military people anyway. So, you know, it's... it's Don't just, assume my military status. Yeah, you know what I mean. But my point is, is that it's just... It was, it was just a cornball and so predictable. Like, there was a point... Like, the dude, the dude, you know the dude from Anvil, as soon as I saw him... And I'm sorry, spoiler for like two minutes if you haven't Aww. seen the show. The dude from Anvil... Just fucking comes in the beginning of the show. The, band? I, the handsome guy. And the real handsome guy in the show. So I look at him and right there I go, that wait, guy's. Wait, wait. Anvil the band or Anvil? I'm actually asking as a question. Anvil is. Okay, I'm sorry. Anvil is in, in this show is like, think of like the private armies, like the Blackwater people. Well, the, the name of this company's Anvil. It's like a private security firm. Uh, okay. okay. So anyway, the, the, dude, the dude is handsome. And I see it. And for no, as soon as I see that he's handsome, I go, yep, that guy's the bad guy. He's the bad guy for sure. And it took like six episodes before or four episodes for like, okay, he's the bad guy. But it was like it was they did all the, the, the telltale signs and it was like, it's too predictable. And I get it. He's the punisher. And don't get me wrong, the action scenes are cool. I cannot say they're not. When he's killing people, they're blowing heads off. But here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, here's where I knew I lost it in this and I stopped paying attention was a scene that was a car chase between two Mustangs. And Roy said, Oh well, those cars are fast. Then I realized this show's not for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, it's it's in like the action. I was scenes. like, there's a comment to be said here. Here's something else that took me out of it. <laughs> so they're trying to. This show's definitely a hard R show because like they show heads explode. Rape? Oh, they show heads explode. They show people, you know, getting crushed like Punisher's killing a brute, which is cool. That's the Punisher does. However, then they have like realistic sex scenes, but they still do the. TBS covering of the nipples, you know what I mean? No nips. So I'm like, wait a second. You're telling me the audience is okay to watch people get their heads blown off? Yes. I mean, literally, they could only show that on HBO level of getting your head blown off. But nipples are off limits. uh, Yeah, nipples are fucking no nipples on Marvel. I'm like, come on. If you're gonna Your nipples are so pink. I'm like, if you're gonna commit to fucking show, commit to being an adult show. Don't half ass it when it comes to titties. Give give daddy what he wants. 
That should be can your I T-shirt. Have, I, I, can I say one thing about Punisher, though? Yeah. At least it's not Iron Fist. No, oh, please, 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 no, no. I, I would, would take never. ten Punishers. I would take a hundred Punishers. Again, th- that being said, I still watch the whole thing, and I don't, I don't regret watching the whole thing. But it was not as good as I as everyone's making it. I guess that it was too hype for me because when yeah, I saw expectations, it, I think are way too high. He's or good, Marvel's TV production writing staff are mailing it in because they know people are going to watch it just because it's Marvel. It, it was just paint by numbers. Like it felt very like, all right, so now this is going to happen, and then this is going to happen, and they're clearly going to actually be friends. And that guy's the real bad guy, but that guy's going to betray that. Yeah, bad guy. I don't like that. Like, but you could immediately see, like you did, anybody yeah, can like see that, that and go, he's oh. going to betray you. Yeah, but I will say a show that we did we I put on because I was like, oh fuck, it's something to watch, and is really good. The background filler show that is winning our hearts and minds right now. Is the the, the, U- Unabomber. the Unabomber manhunt show? It was uh, Paul Bettany plays uh, plays the Unabomber, and what's his? Who's the guy? Marie, pull it up. The guy that plays uh, the detective that, or the FBI guy that goes after him. The show is it's a it's a drama show. It's an eight episode arc about the Unabomber, and it was a Discovery original. So it's not a, a it's not a documentary. It's a TV show, but it's a Discovery original. But holy shit, it's really it reminds good. me of the OJ TV yeah. show. Sam Worthington. Sam Worthington. Jeremy so, Bob. Yes. Uh, ben Weather, Weber. Sorry. Yeah. Chris Noth. Yeah. Uh, a lot of unknowns, but 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 anyway, it's it's really really well done. I think it's only eight episodes. We we like Marie. Marie always always falls asleep early. She stayed up to like one in the morning on a school night to fucking watch it. I mean, it's for real. I was into it. Yeah, I, I think mean, it's I think it. it's really well done. And I again didn't even expect anything of it because I go, oh, Discovery Original, whatever. So it just basically is like a dramatization of the story of the human yes. right. but the Just a- like the OJ. But, but very accurate. Right. That's the thing that I appreciate because while I was doing it, I was pulling up over Wikipedia. Yep. Like, Did that really happen? I'm like, holy shit, that really happened. And see, for so me... So you probably... So does this make more sense for people who probably don't know a lot about the... But yeah. They know yes. the yeah. Exists, That's exactly it. you don't know the intricacies of the story. That's exactly... That's see, perfect. for okay. me, yeah. this all happened in 1995 and it was just like the OJ trial where I'm like, I under I remembered the broad strokes and the iconic visuals, but I didn't know the whole story. And so I'm watching it and like I'm really into it. I'm like, did that happen? Did that happen? That happen? And then I tease Royce. I'm like, do you think they're gonna catch the Unibomber? And I go, <laughs> Yes, Marie, of course. Everybody like, knows it was Ted Kaczynski? I'm like, yeah. No one saw that coming. But that everyone knows it. But anyway, it was I mean, it's really well done. It, and if like if you like making a murderer or you like um, or the OJ thing, you you would like this. What was the name of the Here's OJ the thing is that show? this is going to be the... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. oh no. I, I was just trying to f- remember the full name of the OJ thing. I'll look it up. Well, I was going to say, like, because the, of the success yes. for... Yeah, the success for this and the other one, I can see this one doing for, like, the DC Sniper. Um, oh, yeah. For the, the Columbine kids. Yes. Um, all this stuff. Like, all the, 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 the big high-profile... The kid that painted the dicks everywhere. Oh, the guy who painted the dicks everywhere. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's really good. I definitely recommend that you watch it. Now, something else that we were laughing about before the show... Yeah, I was going to ask you, because I jumped on, like, maybe <laughs> six or seven minutes before the show, and all four of these idiots were just giggling like schoolgirls. 
and I couldn't figure out what the hell they were doing. All right, Mitch, so they were Mitch, just you pull them up, I'll pull them up, and we'll, we'll, we'll go back Please and forth. explain this to me, Mitchell. So, okay, so, go ahead. Um, when, when Royce and Marie came to visit me and Sherry, Minnesota, a couple weeks ago. Sherry and I! Sherry and were. Sherry and were. So, um... <laughs> We had some downtime to kill, so we just so me and Sherry had been watching The Good Place, and we had actually finished the first season or whatever. So we threw it on the TV for them to watch, and because we figured it was a show they would get to enjoy, because they hadn't seen it yet, and we just kept raving about it. And it has probably turned what into what your favorite shows to watch. The, one Here's the, the thing: The Good Place I thought was like a show on like. TBS about doctors. It it's not like CBS or something. No, it's no, not, you're it's, a good doctor. It, the, the, no, the good place I think is on, oh. is on NBC, but NBC, uh, yeah. but it's it's by the same people that did Parks and Rec and Brooklyn Nine Nine, I believe. And it's is it a comedy? It's a comedy, absolutely it's hilarious. So the premise of it is really is really simple. Uh, Kristen Bell, she dies, um, and then she wakes up in the good place. Oh yeah, okay. Now I know what you're talking yeah. about. So the reason we were laughing is in the show. They they have um, they have like since it's uh, they have all these puns on all the restaurants in this good place in this heaven. The, the restaurants in heaven are puns. Like for example, it's all the uh, same shot. <laughs> well, the because same building. Oh, well, yes, because the thing is in the show every time um, a neighborhood fails and you would understand they reboot the show. it. Anyway, they, re they reboot it and rebuild it, so it changes. It's the same set, but it just keeps changing. Mitch, you want to read some of them? Um. Yes, I need to actually pull it up. Okay. Uh, well, um, here you go. General Custard's Last Flan, which is a place that sells flan. I think that was when we started. That was the one that Royce and I first caught, and we realized that all the a pudding right. place called I I I thought I saw a pudding vat. You from do the <laughs> hokey noki and you turn your and you get yourself some food. <laughs> from That's a good one. From Schmear to Eternity. I like that. That's a bagel place. <laughs> the pesto's yet to come. Okay. <laughs> beignet in the Jets. Beignet in the Jets is good. I like that. Uh, Lady and the Scampi. Kanish from a Rose. Okay, I like that's fucking really funny. <laughs> I like that Biscotti one. Pippin. Biscotti Pippin. Biscotti <laughs> Pippin. Oh, and then there's and then there was a series where they everything was on a stick. They had steak on a stick, bagel on a stick, caviar on a stick, hot dog on a stick on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, bunt in the oven. Another one. I tort. I saw a putty tat. Oh my god! Ponzu scheme. <laughs> Ponzu scheme. And this is all background shit. Yes. The show? They don't. They don't talk about anything. They don't address it or anything. No. It's just no. Basically, like walkthrough shots, and you have this, this show in the background. Uh, here's That's another great. one. Take my tempura. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Mm, chowder fountain. It's not a pun, but there was literally a chowder fountain. The, I think the chowder fountain was the only thing that they did address in the yeah. show where the guy's like, yeah, that probably wasn't a good idea. <laughs> How about a tuna p tuna piano? <laughs> Sir's tuna? Uh, These are so good. But yeah. It's so great. I mean, it's like a background thing for a show. This that's is definitely one of those shows where you can rewatch them a few times and you catch some subtle nuances that you missed before. Uh, there's a place, a bread place called Bread Pit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, last and another bread place called Last but not Yeast. Oh, like yeast, that. yeast infect yum. Oh, pita pan. <laughs> oh God! So you get the point. It's very funny. It's a really good show. 
It, oh, the first season's on Netflix. I'd recommend you watch it because it's one of those shows. The Netflix show? I thought it was on CBS. It, it's on NBC, but the first season's on Netflix. So just watch ah. it. It's so you, easy you, to you get can, through. You can catch up. It's easy. One episode and I was in. Like, I was, I've, I haven't laughed that, well, you, I was watching with Mr. Trey. They know. I haven't laughed that hard at some scenes in, in like, in the show in a long time. I've actually heard about that, that people saying that, yeah, The Good Place is a, it, it's one best, of those, like, yeah. The best character ever created ever in the world Janet. of any TV show is Janet. Who is, who is the actress? It's, I don't know. She's a new actress. But I'm, listen, Dutch, do me a favor. After this show, show's almost over. Sit down with, sit down with Kels and watch the one, it's only 20 minutes long, the third, so they're easier, the 30 minute episodes. Watch the first episode with her. And okay. then just text me if you like it or you don't. I, okay, get, I, I mean, I know your humor, so I think you'll like it. But um, man, when Adam Scott shows up, it's fucking just really good. It's a really good and funny okay. show. Okay, I'll do it. Hey, look, I, I trust you guys' judgment. Hey, you got, you turned us on a new girl, and we still watch that. So yep. yeah, yeah, there so, is that. So. I mean, like, I, I want to say, like, as far as back and forth between all of us recommending shows to each other, I think we normally hit like what five seventy five percent. Yeah, so far, yeah, yeah there's yeah, some shows. Them. I, I think we're we're about there, right? Yeah. Again, Punish. Listen, I'll say this, Punisher. You go watch it, absolutely. But watch it in the way you would watch an old Schwarzenegger film. If you go into watching it like that, you're going to be all right because you're not expecting much. But if you go into watching the caliber of like this is going to be an awesome story, it's just a paint by numbers, in my opinion. And some things. Can I give a recommendation? Sure. Uh, It's a new show on USA. It's called Damnation. Damnation. I don't know if you guys have seen the ads for it, but. It's basically a period piece during the 50s, okay. right as the, um, uh, it's basically after World War II, so people have cars, but also they are also, you know, riding around with horses and everything like that. Okay. And it takes place in, like, Iowa. So it's like, it's like, it's a Western movie, but it's not. You know what I mean? Like It's, it's a Midwestern go. movie. Midwestern, but they still have cars and the electricity and everything like that. And it's basically the rich versus the poor. And it's this whole power struggle and a lot of killing. Okay. And it's, I don't know, like we've only gotten through like three episodes and both of us are hooked. So, all right. No, I'll check it out. I, I, I like pretty, I like. pretty good because if you think about like, you know, midway through that century, like I said, after World War II, what was going on like in the middle of the country? Like and and that was yeah, it it still was kind of like considered the Wild West, but not really. Like it it's it's interesting. Is it kind of like the Will Smith's Wild Wild West? No, that's a masterpiece. There were no well that I think the that. show would really benefit if they had a mechanical tarantula, but no. I think every show could benefit from a mechanical tarantula. If well, I'm this show, honest. like this guy is a, this guy's basically, you know, a, a an, an activist, but he poses as a preacher. So he's going around from church to church so to get people to like rise up against the rich people, but he's doing it as a preacher. It's it's very interesting. Is it so. like preacher? No, preacher <laughs> is he's God, right? Well, he has the voice God-ish. of God ish. Yeah, no, not the same thing. I meant in that he was a preacher. Yeah, no. This show is basically, it has, I don't know why I thought of this, but like Band of Brothers feel to it. 
like just the way they filmed it. Whoa, band, the of, act- band of African Americans, dude. Oh, Jesus. come on! In this 2017 world we live in, touch. Be more sensitive, man. This fucking joke has been going on for seven and a half years, Good. and I don't. Good, get it I want to keep us not... I I'm on the show, and I still don't even get it. Okay, well, I don't get it either, Dutch. Go on. <laughs> no one knows anymore. It's just become a thing. It's just Go. something we do. It's just a thing we do, right? <laughs> just uh, get over it. The listeners are doing it. Like, I yep. <laughs> so they're like, every once in a while, every time we make that joke, they're like, I did that at work the other day, and I, you know, everybody looked at me sideways, and I was just like, don't worry about it. It's a, so sorry. Something. Sorry about that. Yeah, just sorry. About that's, on, that's on us. <laughs> Oh, uh, can I say how 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 funny it is the way Trump has just been tro- trolling people and just being a dick lately on Twitter? Like the uh, do we have to? I don't no, want to do no, politics. No, no, no. This, this show is this fun. Is, this isn't even about politics. Not at all. Okay. Not at all. All right, all right. Take right. like politics aside. Like the whole of the fact that we live in a timeline where LeVar Ball is fighting with Donald oh, Trump. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 not yeah. Even, I'm not even talking about the politics, because this has nothing to do with politics. This is about, like, those two idiots screaming at each other. I'm like, this. what What world do They're we live in? They're cartoon characters. Yes. Both of them are cartoon characters. Yeah. It is, I think Trump, what did he call him? A fucking Don King without, Don King without the hair. Like, just, just these childish insults. It's so funny to live in this timeline. It's it's um it's a depressing world that everyone is losing their minds. But it's so funny. Yeah. I think it's I, funny. The leader of the free world is actually paying attention to the dad of a guy who's yes. in the NBA. Of course. Like that's what's happening right now. It matters. But he so didn't stupid. say thank you. I just love everything that's happening. Could you just say thank you? Could you please just say thank it's you? Say thank you, dude. Fucking and the other one, oh, so we have to stupid. do a fake news award because everybody knows nobody likes the way you cover uh, you cover the, be- the your favorite president. And then in parentheses, he puts me. He just <laughs> trolls the left so hard. And the thing is, I get it. But then... They, and they fall for it every get, time. It's, it's the funniest thing. Look, I know you shouldn't be laughing because it's the president. But my point is, it's so funny. It's, it's a rid- circus. It's ridiculous. Oh my God! It, and Kevin Spacey's fucking babies. Like, what else is happening? The world Jesus. is falling apart. The world is falling apart. That is one interesting thing. Like the complete and utter destruction of Hollywood these days, dude. Have you? Kn- there you go. Let's talk about that. Everyone is getting taken down, I'm, and it's it. Part of me is going like, yeah. Like, it, I kind of thought I've never been part of anything Hollywood. I've been to LA twice in my life, and it sucks. But I always knew that there was that kind of shit—the casting couch nonsense going Duh. on. Everybody kind of knew, we and now knew. it's finally getting brought down. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, fuck you. You don't get a job just because you suck a lot of dick. You get job on your merit, and now everything is getting, you know. Taken out by 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 the stump. It's great. One by one, everybody is just getting accused of everything. You know, I had a realization. It is a carousel. I had a realization that I had two uh, Underwood Underwood T-shirts that Royce and I both bought. Underwood Underwood T-shirts for the next season oh, of House I, of Cards. I had the now same I, realization. I don't want to wear that shirt no more. Yeah, because one of the Underwoods is a rapist. Right, and the other one's Kevin Spacey. Look, <laughs> I I. <laughs> Look, my, my problem is this, and, and I agree with you, Dutch. I don't care. 
I'm really because I don't care because I think you're a piece of shit. Let it burn. Let it burn. Let it start over. I, but I'm a big. We, I think both of us are big proponents of just let it burn. Like let it fail like anything else would fail when they do bad. When yep. You do bad, you fail. That's the fucking world. But my point is, is like it's just there's stuff that bums me out, and I find myself in these weird quandaries where I want. If what Kevin Spacey did was bad, right? And I don't want him to fucking. Well, get you work. like him as an actor, and it's, you don't want to. I want, but I don't want to. But it's a weird con. If we're being honest with ourselves, I don't want to see a House of Cards without Kevin Spacey, which is the plan now. Because I read they're look, they're writing him off the show. They're going to finish this season with Claire. So, and by the way, if you go to Netflix and go go to your Netflix right now at home, go to House of Cards and look at the pictures and the tra- it, You would think that Kevin Spacey never did the show. Because it's just what's her face, Robin Wright, and and it's it's I don't care because they're pieces of shit, but I also also go to the level of like I. How think do you think Robin Wright feels about that? Do you Ro- think she, Robin wrong? Do Do you think that she's happy that she gets to be the headliner now, or do no. you think she's upset that the no. last season is going to the, fail? The, the, the ticket seller to that show it's, was Spacey. Let's was be Spacey. honest. You know, no matter what, no matter what this you say, season, they're not going to renew it after the season's done. No, they said so. they're going to try to do a spinoff, but, but for what? I'm not going to watch this, a political show. Kevin Spacey was the main reason to watch that show. There wasn't another one. Right. Doug, yeah. Doug, maybe, but without you know, I like Doug a lot. But besides that, I mean. You know, uh, to go to your point, though, as far as like you kind of sat like the Louis C.K. thing maybe sad. Like, yeah. it was like, hold on. But here's the thing. The Louis one of my favorite comics. And it doesn't God, see. OK, me too. Me too. Creep. The, but here's my point. But here's something else. Something else that we have to be careful, careful with. I don't want to lump what Louis C.K. did as the same as what Kevin Spacey did. No, 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 no. Uh, yes. Because but here's, here's why. The thing, everybody's getting crucified and burned in the same way because there's like. I hate the fact that I have to say this, but there's levels of sexual harassment. Well, here's what it is. I already said it. rape. Like, you know, there's one guy with, like, Harvey Weinstein. That's who's rape. Jacking sexual off assault. in front of everybody. And, or James Toback, who, who really was, you know, well, allegedly, you know, like, raping. Yes. And then you're looking at him with, like, someone like, huh? Brett Ratner's another one that was Yeah, accused. yeah. They're looking at him with... Someone like Louis C.K., where his move was just to come out and start jerking off. No, no, but he asked. See if the girl wants but he, to do it. But, but the, to be fair, and this is the thing, I'm, I like, and not even defending because I like him, because I mean, I like Kevin Spacey, but I'm not going to defend him. Louis C.K. did ask for permission every time. So is Louis C.K. a pervert? Yeah, sure. But is he the same? Is he a fucking sexual assaulter? No, he's is not. Is he Harvey Weinstein? Not no. even close. No, because even, I read the whole story, and even the girl said when Louis C.K. was he asked, "Can I take my penis?" I was jerking off. They were laughing and looking at each other. They could have left. He didn't tell them not to leave, but they they stayed there till he came, and then they left. So it's like I get it. I understand that what he did. I'm morally, of course, it's not great. However, it's not the same. Like Louis C.K. could recover from this. I don't think Kevin Spacey or Weinstein can recover from what they did. I think Brett Ratner can't What's the recover. most recent thing with, uh, with I'm sorry, uh, Royce, uh, what's the most recent thing that, that Kevin Spacey did that you're saying he can't recover from? Did he actually molest an underage boy? He, he tried to and got on top of and tried to blow, basically, using no words, a 14-year-old boy at a party. That 14-year-old mm. boy came out as an adult and said, yeah, this happened. I have to now say it. now that fourteen year old boy is like a one of Tony. He's like you know he's a gay guy, but he was saying I was at the party. I was fourteen, and and you know he 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 you know he was drunk and he tried to you know do that. But then the problem is 
there's always been rumors. Like, there's rumors out, like, you know, there's and pretty substantiated for this brother. The rumors that everybody knows. For example, Kevin Spacey would take, like, young actors that he wanted to fuck or whatever out to an expensive, like, a super expensive restaurant, right? And in the middle of dinner or whatever, he would say, and this is not a joke, you can look it up, I'm going to fuck you in your twink mouth to them. Now, mm. if the actor wasn't gay or didn't want to do it, he would go, look, I, I don't. Kevin Spacey would get up and leave and let them foot the bill. And he would go like to these. It's, yeah. I'm sorry for laughing. but No, I know. you. I laugh, too. It's a jerk move. Here's another one. This is another one. Kev, this is a dickhead move. Here's a, here's a, this is a rumor, again, not substantiated, but again, more and more stuff keeps coming out. Like a bunch of people in the House of Cards staff said that he was grabbing them inappropriately, grabbing their dicks. The driver hated driving him around because he would always try to blow them. Like these things, you can look it up. But there's another story that they were filming. I forget what movie, but it was in like in Newfoundland or something in a town that only had like Newfoundland, Newfoundland, a town that only had like a thousand people. Right. So they're filming in the town and uh, they were at the the little bar in the town. And Kevin Spacey was there and they get hammered. And then Kevin Spacey gets in the car with one of the associate directors, like, you know, one of the underlings, a, a guy and tries to blow him. And the guy's like, hey, no, I'm straight. So he gets out of the car. Kevin Spacey gets to the driver's seat while he's hammered, drives down the street and crashes into some guy's well because the guy had an actual well on his house because that's how small the town was. And the studio paid him $10,000 to, like, not say anything and to fix the problem. So Okay. Yeah. So the thing is, like, here's what's going to happen. It's not just Weinstein, dude. And and, and because I think when you think this... I'm not saying that. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. No, no. Listen, listen. Let me finish my thought. My point is, it's not just what Weinstein did. It's not just what all these other celebs did. The problem is, if you keep following this to its to its natural conclusion, the studios are going to go down because these studios are dirty too. These studios pay people off so they don't have to deal with it because they want to win an award. Listen, exactly, and that's the thing. Because when you say Hollywood burn, it's not just going to be oh my god, we're going to lose actors. I mean, even scumbags like Matt Damon, who I Matt Damon, who I like, Matt Damon, who actually I like, you know. But then he comes out and you find out that he was trying to spike the Weinstein story. Matt Damon. So they all look out for each other. Matt and, Damon. And like, you know, I don't, I don't really. Matt Damon. <laughs> It's it all the studios, man. Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the last one right. got me. That's okay. No, all the studios are going to go down too, and that's the other thing. Yeah. No. Hey, hey, look, dude, let it burn. Let it all like, burn. Fuck that. Let like it burn. They haven't. Let Let's be honest. On like a creative standpoint, they're basically just making movies around comics and books at this point. Yeah. Yep. And true stories. Like, I mean, the, when was the last, like, genuine, true idea of a filmmaker to come out where you're like, oh, okay, I like that? I'm not sure if I know if there's anything original coming out. By the way, the other day, we started watching La La Land because it's on free. Horrible uh, fucking movie. Dude, it got five minutes in, and Kelsey and I, like, I kind of looked over at her, and I'm like, I'm not really in the mood for a musical. And she's like, me neither. And so we flipped to something else. Well, see, w- when me and Sherry watched it, we were like, Sherry we and weren't, I. Sherry, what were we weren't opposed to watching a musical, but I love musicals. We got a third of the way halfway through it, and we're like, 
this is fucking boring. Not even. We got like a quarter of the was way. It, was it that far? I don't remember. Like 20 minutes. We're like done. Like, this is bad. This is not a good movie. And that's an original and script, we, and it won ever. Well, almost won <laughs> at the last second. Because it was about forward. Hollywood. Yes, and they it was love a movie about, about themselves. Yes, yes, exactly. Speaking of disappointment so, in things, I was watching the other day uh, just some new stand-up comedies that had released on Netflix, and one of them was the new Patton Oswalt special. <gasps> and the first, and I love Patton Oswalt. I was like really excited to turn that on. And the first fifteen minutes were expected Trump jokes, not okay. not even funny or original. He just did the usual Trump jokes that every other comedian has been doing over the last year and a half, and he released a new special with more Trump jokes. I'm sure and, that's going to age well. And so that pissed me off, but I waited until that segment was over, and then it started getting a little funny, and he had a good story. But then the end turned into, and it was interesting, I, I appreciated waiting to the end, he started talking about how he was coping with losing his wife, but it wasn't funny. I was just curious how he was coping with his wife. Oh, that wasn't new. That came out a while ago. Is it older? I've seen that one. Oh, you yeah, have? Yeah, it's older. So those Trump jokes were actually new when oh. you saw them. Uh, the other, yeah. it, the, okay, the, never mind. The, the no, 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 no. Hold on, Rice. Are you talking about a, a stand-up special or no? Yes. Oh, but hold on. Ready? Uh, at the end of three, we'll say the comedian that we both watched. Okay. Ready? Okay. Okay. Hey, one, two, three. Brian, Brian Regan. Regan. Hey! And that's the reason why we are the team that we are. Holy fuck, his new special's <laughs> hilarious. Oh my, he hasn't lost a step. Dude. Dude. And I'm not going to ruin the job. It's I, called Nunchucks and Flamethrowers. It is. <laughs> let me tell you something. So fucking funny. First off, I'm not, I will not ruin the joke or anything, but I will say when he brought up the news conference thing, I was like, oh my <laughs> God. I Now I, he, right. he's ruined everything. Every news conference for me, dude. It he, is. It's Brian Regan at his best. At his he best. hasn't lost a step. I get. And I, after watching that, I was like, I can honestly say he's my favorite comedian. He's, I think so too. And the thing is, is like, and he's clean, which is like he's. You know how hard it is to be that clean and that funny. Like that is that is amazing to me. But he has like this sort of like disdain for his own audience. Like he has the it, 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 and a disdain for the world, but he does it in a goofy way, which makes it not mean. Like yeah. I don't know how to describe it, but I'm telling you, ever since I bought his first album years and years ago, where I had to pull over because I was crying laughing at the, the whole, you know, Moosin bit. Um, I, I, I look. Everybody wants to like you know uh, talk about Pryor or Carlin or Murphy or any of these. No, my guy has to be reading. I think he's probably the funniest comedian as far as my sensibilities go. Things that I find funny, regardless of everybody else who's groundbreaking, he I will listen to every single and time. You know the other thing with him, man, he doesn't even get political. He just he crushes it, man. He just. It's so funny. He, it's, he tells relatable stories. Dude, I, I know it's weird because normally you think clean comedian, corny dude. It's not at all. The guy is his brain, man. And it's, he's, he's such a perfect mixture of physical comedy because he makes, you know, he. His dumb faces. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, he sells those punchlines in a way that other people can't. And, and I mean, again, I think he's one of the fucking 
bad. I would watch. I could watch a special and then watch the same one right again and still laugh because that's how fucking. Funny I want to watch it again with Kelsey because I watch it by myself. She was at work, and I want to watch it again with her just so she can find it funny. It's amazing. Well, especially you know, oh. something that good, you can watch it a few times just so that you can be able to say the jokes with your friends Mitch, and get you, it right. You brought something up. It's like trying to watch old SNL bits that you just don't hold up. I was yeah, thinking, the political stuff. I was when, thinking, you, when they get political, you know, I right. get, I was thinking because I was watching. Um, oh, I know exactly where you're going. The the, the Ted Kaczynski yeah, show last and so night. So they had they had somebody playing Janet Reno in it, and. And then all that reminded me of, which SNL would never have the balls to do it today, when Will Ferrell Will would dress Ferrell. as Janet Reno and break through the wall. Oh, my fucking God. It still is funny, though. It's one of the... Will fun- Ferrell as Janet Reno. It's one of the funniest, most <laughs> insane things. Hey, listen, you wanted me, you got me. I was like, oh, my fucking God. Whenever SNL makes a man, like a prominent political woman figure... That always works. It was Jane Lynch who played Janet oh, Reno. Oh, yeah. Jane instead. Lynch played Janet Reno. Oh. You know what's no, her but face? What did Will, Will Ferrell, Ferrell do? was Janet Reno. Yeah, that's what I said. I said, I said this this show would be. He even, was Janet Reno for years. I said, this show would be so much better if they just got Will Ferrell to play Janet Reno for this one little scene she's in. <laughs> but, you know, Jane Lynch actually did play a good. She looked like her. She played a good. Well, skinnier than her, but well, she played Will, a good Janet Will Ferrell Reno. definitely did Janet Reno. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a good point. That's a very good point. You know what? I was just looking up the pictures of Jane Lynch, and I was like, she really did a good job. And then Chim- or Mitch just posted <laughs> Will Ferrell. And in my head, up until I saw that photo, I even thought Will Ferrell played a good Janet Reno. But I must have just remembering how funny it was, because he looks absolutely ridiculous in that suit. And then he met the real Janet Reno. <laughs> oh, that's right. I remember that. <laughs> Jeez. Everybody has, like, every generation is like, oh, this generation of, of SNL was the best. No. Now, I, what I remember watching yep. in high school and college, that was the best. Dude, nothing. <laughs> Will Ferrell Day nothing. amazing. I hear. We're going to watch. We have to. Oh, here we go. Good evening. I mean, good afternoon. I'm here today to address speculation as to why no independent counsel has been appointed to investigate alleged illegal fundraising by the Democratic National Committee. Let me just say that the Attorney General has concluded that no ethical violations were committed that would warrant this kind of investigation. Now, before I take your questions, bear in mind, I still have to use crutches when I walk. (laughs) See, I mean, it's kind of a tough thing. Yes. Mr. President, today is the anniversary of both the Waco incident and the Oklahoma City bombing. Meanwhile, there are reports of new threats from militia groups. What is Attorney General Janet Reno doing to protect the American people? Let me just say the Attorney General has placed the federal government on full state of alert. And don't worry, Janet Reno has got this under control. You wanted her, you got her. Now you're gonna get the straight dope from the horse's mouth. It's Reno time. Okay, who wants a piece of Reno? You. Let's serve CNN News. Mr. Reno, as an appointee of an administration that's plagued with pending indictments, hasn't the time come for you to remove yourself from the investigation? If you ask one more question like that, 
you're gonna have to remove my foot from your ass. <laughs> what kind of name is Wolf anyways? Next question, come on, who wants a tango? Yeah, Miss Reno, Miss Reno, Reno. Miss Reno, Vice President Gore has admitted to raising money from his White House office. Given that, how can you claim there's a lack of evidence? Let me tell you something about Al Gore. He's a beautiful boy, but he'll say anything to get you in the sack. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Shut it, tough guy, or you're gonna eat it Reno style. Here's some straight talk. I'm the Attorney General. That makes me top cop of the most powerful nation in the planet. Okay, Amonpour, it's go time. Christian Amonpour, CNN. In the past week, James McDougal was sentenced to prison for whitewater crimes. House Speaker Gingrich has questioned your integrity. Can it, Amonpour? You're, not, you're in America now, not Baghdad. If you don't watch it, you're gonna get a Scud missile where the sun don't shine. <laughs> hey, 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 back off, Tubby. I'm just getting warmed up. Go fetch. Go. I didn't need him anyway. <laughs> I've got time for one more question, you. Helen Thomas, UPI. Doesn't the 1978 Independent Council statute allow you to avoid a conflict of interest by submitting a request to a panel of three federal judges? You're a sad old lady. That's it, end of press conference. Ladies and gentlemen, forgive the Attorney General. She's been under a lot of pressure lately, and I, I'd love to take your questions about my federal budget proposal or my efforts to ratify the Chemical Weapons Treaty. I mean, nobody wants to live in a world of poison gas. Get real. Now, I'm going to do push-ups for everyone, and I want you to count them out loud. Blitzer, get up here and sit on my back. You know, that's basically God. just what they're doing now with Sean Spicer. Well, well they were, yeah. <laughs> this year. I miss Spicer. Holy fuck. Spicy? Now, I get it, but I also like Sarah Huckabee. She's another nut job. She oh, my like, God. She's great, too. She Who's rolled? playing her? Um, what's her face? Yeah, um, uh, the fat chick. Fat chick. The brown hair and the fat one who yeah, used you know. to do Waking Up Day, but they got kicked off because the other two guys were better. Yeah. Um, yeah, that one. Ugh. Anyways. Oh, we got seven minutes. Jesus. I was going to say, what do we talk about? I don't know. It's like really. <laughs> we ran out of steam oh, quick. Oh, that fat one. Hurt. I had to look it up. I'm like, which one are you talking I haven't seen SNL. I'm like, which, oh, which fat SNL? Oh, she's playing her now. Okay. Character you I have no about? idea who that is. Uh, I recognize her as some of the background characters in other sketches I've seen. So That's not even. Oh, by I the thought, way, I thought they would have What's Her Face doing it. The guy. The guy, Melissa the girl McCarthy? who used to be on SN or the, the weekend. Well, Melissa McCarthy played uh, Spicy. And that's, yeah. how fucked up is that, too, that, you know, when SNL gets someone to play you, they get a girl that's fatter than you actually are? Like, I get this. Okay, well, Will Ferrell did Janet Reno. Yeah, to be fair, Janet Reno was about that weight and size. And no, Janet Reno was a big woman. I don't think you remember what Janet, Re Janet Reno looked like. Uh, we just posted pictures of Janet Reno next to Will Ferrell. Okay, so, yeah, she was about the same height. <laughs> and she could palm a basketball. There's, there's so a good... Funny. There's a good half foot that yeah, Will Ferrell has because on Will her. Ferrell's wearing heels and she's not. Janet Reno. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't fist fight Janet Reno. So fucking yeah. funny. <laughs> Who wants a tango? Like, he did such a... It was not a good impression, but it was like, that was her. Yeah. She was very aggressive she with was. any media, if you remember back in that day. Just, just 
yelling at anybody who came. And this bitch is the same way. Um, what's her face? Sarah Huckabee. Uh, yes, she's really aggressive with the media, and it's funny to watch. Yeah, she's got a mean mug on her. Well, she kind of has to be because, like, how many ones have we gone through? We went through Spicer. We went through the Italian dude. Um, he was and my then favorite. One other guy he was like my favorite. Days. The Italian dude. He was my fucking was favorite. That guy was oh. a baller. He was the best. What was his name? Hey, oh. I do what I want. Hey, oh, Scarmucci. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, the mooch. The mooch. The mooch. Man, we really have gone through press secretaries quickly this year. Every every position in Trump's office has been run through. Like they're like, I don't want to deal with this heat. I'm done. Ugh. They should start wearing that University of Miami turnover chain. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Pittsburgh beat us because we're a bunch of fucking losers. Hey man, you guys at the AC. If you beat Clemson, you're in. Yeah, if we beat Clemson, the you're only, probably not going. To the do. only reason I even started paying attention to football this year was because Miami was passing around a ridiculous necklace. That is such a Miami thing to do. It's so For those Miami. of you who are listening who don't know what we're talking about, like every time there's a turnover uh, or interception, fumble, recovery, whatever, there's this big, gaudy, like 80-pound chain that has the, the, the University of Miami emblem on it that they put over the people's necks and like that. And there's a song, <laughs> too. Oh, so Miami. Royce, isn't there a song about it? I'm not playing it. It's, it's very terrible. Um, and they have four minutes it, left. Yeah, it's it's literally just the turnover chain repeated over and over again, or something very literal. Yeah, they didn't make it. It was some dumb local rapper, right? Well, that's how it always starts that's in how Miami. It always starts. That's, a, that's yep. what Miami does. Some dumb local we'll pull rapper. Up and maybe we can go out of this. Oh, uh, fine. Show with that. Uh, fucking turnover bullshit. Hold on. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what you were saying to the TV the other day. <laughs> <laughs> because it's gone national and it's become unseen ah! because it went national. You, 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 you want to get out of here on this? Fine. It's so good. <laughs> So awkward. Your school, my friend. I didn't go to the school. It's just my college team. Remember Superman that hoe? And then the you took it over. You, you that Superman. You, you that. That's all my idea. forgot all about that. Oh yeah, I remember. They're they're really good this year. So I know they are. They are, but like they're not gonna win against Clemson. I'll just say that. But I mean, it's gonna it's gonna get them a lot more recruits, especially the ghetto kids. Oh yeah. The, you mean they the good, you mean the good ones? Flock to the U. You oh, mean the good ones? Oh yeah, the good definitely. players. Yeah, that's the ghetto kids. Yeah, they're going players. to flock to the U because of this year. Right. Well, let's hop out of here because I'm tired. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, uh, Marie, why are you better? Oh, that's right. Why am I better? Uh, me? Who are you asking? I was asking Marie, stupid. Oh, I'm better because I didn't get sick and feel like I died over the br- our little intermission. Okay, uh, Royce. Um, I'm better than you because I know that I could bench press a three-year-old a thousand times if I have to. <laughs> Sherry. 
Fun fact, I'm Janet. Uh. <laughs> you are Janet. You so Janet. <laughs> Bitch. I am better than you because I can be mean to everyone and everyone loves me for it. So weird. Hey, Dutch, why hey, are you better? Why am I better? I didn't think about this. I was trying to like... Yeah. Oh, because I had a very white Thanksgiving. There you go. Oh, and because Mike is now mini mini Ike for me. Oh, and <laughs> and you got two broken ribs. Nigga had crab on Thanksgiving. All right, guys, we are out of here. Hippo juice tomorrow. Tomorrow. See, this is our thing, and you was the team, and strictly for came to you. Invented the swag, you rented and bragged, but we went and back. Boo, Wendy. Boo, Wendy, take the burger. Boo, Boo, Wendy. Put a dick in your mouth and shut up. Come on, get loose like a band, trombone, throw three or five of the no, 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 no,